listening to Lucha Outsider Show, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders, everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Outsider Show. Congratulations. You played yourself. Guess who's back? Lucha Outside the Show. I'm Leo. That's Mario. The heel that seals the deal. The villain that stays chilling. The anti-hero of the IWC. Your boy, Mr. Rated R. And our third man on the broadcasting team from Suplex City, bitch. Yo, 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 yo. Let me speak on this. Sammy Suplex is in the building. Yeah, baby. And remember, guys, follow us everywhere at Lucha Outsiders. And brand new, what do we have now, Mario? LuchaOutsiders.com. Get the official Lucha Outsiders yep, 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 show yep, merch. Yep, yep. We got Kofi Mania t-shirts and hats. One. We got the Planets Champion t-shirts Planet and Champion. hats. LuchaOutsiders.com. Yeah. And don't forget, if you miss anything on today's episode, Woo. check out the podcast version of the show. Don't date at all platforms. Oh. <laughs> that, was good. that was good. That was good. That was good. Good time. And those platforms are... Yeah, yeah iTunes, SoundCloud, Holy Fancy Album Podcast. <laughs> Tune in, La Mesclap, LosRadio.com, wherever you listen and get your podcast. Everywhere. And what up to everybody that's on the chat? Chris Brown, Jessica Hoffman, Regans of Wrestling are in the house, and Brady is also on there. Guys, share the video. Let the people know that we are here. It's three weeks in a row. What the hell's wrong with us? Yeah, man, we're on a roll. What the hell's wrong with us? I just hate when Leo talks. <laughs> I just Sorry. hate when Leo okay. talks sometimes. Sorry. You just make everything sound so old and hashtag, cheesy. Hashtag Luchamania. No. <laughs> I, I like that, Luchamania. No, no, don't instigate no. it. Don't, don't, don't add to it. I like Luchamania. To, don't add fuel to his bullshit. Don't do that. Don't do that. You, listen, you don't have to. I know you're the face on the show now. Like, yeah. you're the face. I'm you're the, the face of the show. No, you're the Byron Saxon of the show. I am? I know you're the face of the show. Like, you're the good guy, right? You're right, Mr. The, Positivity. Right. But don't be afraid to bury him. <laughs> bury that man. I, I liked, I liked Luchamania. All right. Luchamania was good. Just the person saying it. <laughs> the problem. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's up to everybody? I'm going to get a hat. On the Facebook live chat. We're also, for the first time, we're broadcasting on Twitch. So if you're... Live on Twitch, make sure you like us, subscribe us, uh, whatever you guys do on Twitch. Um, you no idea. No, I, the, only, <laughs> the only reason I, I have Twitch is to watch Impact on Fridays. That's it. Yeah. Well, now you can also watch the Regans of Wrestling who uh, are on Twitch. Well, they've been on Shout Twitch. Shout out to the Regans of Wrestling. Saying, mm, now, they've been. since you check us out, you can check them out too. They've been on Twitch for a while. You're so old, dude. You're so old. Jesus. Not Twitch like you have a Twitch. It's Twitch is the channel. Like that. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, it's going to be a long show. Yeah, yes, it is. We got lots of cover, so make sure that you don't Hold drift on. apart Hold and on. drift into an area that has nothing to do with the topic Here in discussion. We We're good. Come on. We're good. We're good. Ah, so, what's up, guys? Um, thanks for everybody that's joining to the chat. Don't forget, if you miss anything, check out the podcast version of the show wherever you get your podcast needs. 
But let's start the show coming in hot. The Chamber of Elimination. Caliente. Elimination Chamber. Caliente. I love it. Yo, it was a really good show, man. Yeah. It was a really good show. I felt like they almost listened to our podcast and was like, you know what? You know what? Take this. And yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Well, you know what it, does, <laughs> what it was, too? I think it was a step in the right direction when it comes to at least viewing the product. Because it didn't feel like seven hours long like the Royal Rumble. It was nice. It was three and a half hours long, and, and it felt short. Ended at ten thirty. <laughs> it yeah. felt short. Yeah, like like, it, but that's what you want of a show. You want to feel like I need more of this. Like I, when it finishes, right? You're like, okay, like I want more. Like because that's what you want. You want to be able to get to to tune in on Monday. Yeah. And I don't think you've had that in the last couple of years. I'm going to agree with you 110% You are? That. Okay. Yeah, yeah I agree you with know that why? too. Cuz after the chamber based on everything that transpired, which we're going to we're going to go down little by little with the with the whole pay-per-view, I was really eager to watch Raw and and yeah. see what was going on, which they gave us a complete curveball, but besides besides the point, you know, ending chamber, I was so excited to see Raw and SmackDown just based on everything that transpired yeah. in the night. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're not gonna touch too much on this, but the opening match was on the pre-show. We got Tazawa challenging for Buddy Murphy. The, the match was real solid, mm-hmm. but I think we were all in agreement last week mm-hmm. that there was no way Buddy Murphy was gonna drop the title. But but it was a really good match, though. No, of course, it of was course. a really good match. We'll see what comes out of this tournament that's coming up that next. They announced that two hundred five live. Yeah. yeah, but I don't see him dropping the the belt until the tournament is done and WrestleMania is here. It also depends on who even wins the tournament. Yeah, that's true too. (laughs) And definitely, and who's going to be involved in the tournament because I remember last year when uh, they they fired Enzo and they had like the the, the championship up for for grabs for Mania, they did a tournament and you had some like NXT talent. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And, you know, like the UK tournament talent before there was an NXT UK. So you had a mixture of different talent. So I would not be shocked if they, you know, throw in some NXT guys into the tournament, you know? That would be cool. That would who, definitely make it more interesting. Who would you guys like to see in that tournament? Mm, like, let's say if, if, if you're question. bringing up not only the guys that are in 205 Live, but let's say you, you call up somebody from NXT. Like, who would you put on there? Well, the first person that I think of, because he's known as a, as a cruiserweight, a, a junior heavyweight, would be Mark Andrews. Mac, bleh, Mark Andrews through, uh, from NXT UK. Okay. Um, that's a guy that... You could. He he was in the the cruiserweight classic, and also, I mean, he tears it up mm-hmm. in NXT UK. So that's the first guy that comes into to mind for me. By the way, and we're gonna get to yours right now, Sammy. Uh, Jessica Hoffman is saying, Mario, Mario, you were so on fire with your predictions for the elimination chamber. I was actually wrong in a couple of them, though. I think Sammy, I think Sammy but was better than they're, me. They're putting you over, though. They're putting you over. No, I know, but I'm not like <laughs> I'm not like you, and I'm not gonna lie to the people. Not, like I don't you lie do. to the people. I tell people the truth. Nah. Congratulations, you played yourself. And and the worst part, Sammy, I could actually bring the volume down, but I choose not to. Like <laughs> I enjoy this. Uh, so Sammy, from, from NXT, who do you think should be, or, or not NXT. even NXT? Because I mean, you you got the King of Bros. He's on the two hundred five, right? Nah, there's no, no. way. He's on you don't th- you don't think so? He's Absolutely not, bro. He's a big boy. Yeah, yeah. I honestly can't think of anybody under two hundred five uh-huh. that uh, I could think of off the top of my head right now that I want to see in that tournament. I'm 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 thinking, but I'm I'm drawing a blank right now. What about now. Finn Balor? No, he's the IC champ. He's IC champ. Why is he going to be on the two five? Have him show up. Nah, him. man, that's not happening, nah. dude. No. If they weren't using him like a couple mm-hmm. months ago, I would definitely say Finn. But uh, now nah, he's IC champ now. I'm really I'm really drawing a blank. I can't think of 
anyone that I really want to see. I, I have one more guy that I was thinking mm-hmm. about, also from NXT UK, uh, Ligero. The oh, oh, yes. yeah. That's a guy that I wouldn't mind seeing in the 205, uh, 205 Live Tournament. That's yeah. another guy. Not saying that he would win mm-hmm. it, but I would. No, but but that gives you a platform for. Mm-hmm. for we know about them because we we like wrestling, but that WWE had that WWE person that that just watches the main product and nothing else. Then they start to get to know these guys. You know who I'm gonna say? Go ahead, Grand Metalik. Metalik, I feel like is highly. Under underrated. The three guys from the Lucha House Party, which is a horrible fucking stable gimmick trio, whatever you want to call them, but the, all three guys could fucking work. Yeah, man. And and Callisto, we haven't even mm-hmm. seen him peak yet because even before he went to the before he even signed with the WWE years ago, some of his indie stuff, being in PWG and wrestling and all and all these different promotions up in Chicago and stuff. You look at some of the stuff that he was doing back then. We haven't seen him no. be at like. A thousand, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we, yeah, have, yeah. we have not seen that in WWE, and I don't know, man. I, I, I we talked about it in the past. I just don't like the gimmick, the, the, the stupid lucha. House yeah, I, I don't like the pinatas personally, but yeah, uh, yeah Metalik, I feel like uh, highly underrated, highly underutilized, would flourish in a tournament. I don't see mm-hmm. him winning it uh, because of the whole lucha house party. Uh, you know, what do you call that? A, a stable, I guess. Gimmick, gimmick. <laughs> you know what I mean? But. Um, yeah, I, w- I would like to see him at least do, uh, you know, a couple matches in, in the tournament, maybe two. Like my my thing, my yeah. thing with all this and all the gimmicks that they're using, and I think you guys might also feel the same way. Um, like with Latino wrestlers, right? Even if they're not like Mexican, they'll still like paint them out to be. Uh, and this is what I mean. So you guys remember um, the Conquistadors, right? Yeah. Like we all knew that they were Puerto Ricans. But they made them seem like they were Spanish, and it you're was not more... talking about the conquistadors. You're talking about the matadors. Oh, the matadors, same difference. Uh, but with them, like you just you're, you're literally just proving your point no, right now by what... saying same difference. You literally just prove but, your own point. But what I'm saying is this: like Eddie Guerrero, that was a Latino star that you could take seriously. Rey Mysterio, that was a Latino star you could say, take seriously. Uh, um, what the fuck's his name? Alberto Del Rio, that is a Latino star that you could take seriously. After that. They're all mostly gimmicks. Hello, No Way Jose. Hello, mm. the, uh, the LWO. But that, that, but that has nothing to do with the town. No. That has to do with the booking. Okay, but it. what I'm saying is with, 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 the, with the Lucha Piñata shit, right? I don't like it. I don't think. I because think we we've seen him that, do that other things. Yeah. So we got Chris Brown here saying that he had someone for the tournament if they weren't let go this week. Well, we'll talk yeah. about that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we'll get <laughs> to that uh, one. Let's just move on down to the card uh, uh-huh. where we need to touch base on it because I think yeah. all the women in this match tore it up. And, yes, I'm putting even women that I'm not even that fond of um, mm-hmm. in this match. I think all 12 women killed it in this match for the the crowning of the women's tag champions. Yeah. Uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey, um, Nia Jackson and Tamina, uh, Payne Royce and... Um, uh, the other one, the iconic. Payne Royce and Billy Kay, uh, Sonia Deville and Mandy Rose killed it. Um, I think they did uh, Naomi and Carmella dirty. <laughs> I think they did <laughs> yeah, them man. dirty, but all 12 women nah. killed in this match. I think this match, you know, over exceeded everybody's expectations. There were some parts in the match, if you had to nitpick a little bit, I think there were some parts in the match that was a little bit too much commotion, a little bit sloppy. Yeah, a little but crowded. A little bit crowded, but... Man, I think all women busted their asses, man. These women were literally trying to beat the 
crap out of each other. Were you guys surprised with it? Like, Sammy, were you surprised that this match was that good? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I wasn't expecting much uh, from this match or from this pay-per-view in general, and mm-hmm. these girls totally put on a, a, an amazing match. Um, Liv Morgan and, and, and Sarah Logan also, I forgot to mention them, the Riot Squad, they also did their thing in the, in the match. Yeah, man, and um, I especially like the ending. Um, I wanted the Riot Squad to win because I knew yeah. that, you know, it was an easy pick for Sasha and Bailey to, to be the first. Yeah. I kind of wanted them to get their moment at WrestleMania, but I feel like they'll, they'll probably defend it at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it was a great match. Uh, my daughter, Vicky loves Bailey. So she was jumping around the, the living room. Um, nice. Yeah. I, I, I totally loved it. Like, like Mario said, I felt like there were certain spots where it got a little crowded for me. A little clunky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I felt like they could have maybe gotten rid of the iconics a little earlier than they did, but, you know that's nitpicking but so. even but even with the 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 little nitpicks that we're doing here um it didn't it didn't take away from the match at all because the match was really really good i did enjoy the the playback they did from last year's elimination chamber for the women's title for the raw women's title where bailey and sasha were on top of one of the 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 you know the the, the pods the pods right and you know this is when they were against each other, but they did kind of a playback and even on commentary, Corey Graves, which if, if you guys <laughs> just listen to Corey Graves on commentary, there were certain things like, really, dude, with all the shit that's going yeah. on with you, which we're going to talk on him too, but but with all the things that's going on with your name, I don't think you should be saying that, but pay attention for like comedic purposes. You should pay yeah. attention to some of his commentary stuff. But like I did enjoy how they played in commentary, how a year ago they were both on top and, and Sasha threw Bailey off the pod. Um, but yeah, man, all women killed it. I think the last couple of minutes of the of the match was really, really good because at one point I'm like, yo, Sony, which I mentioned, they were they were my dark horse, uh, Sony Deville and Mandy Rose. Um, I thought they were gonna win, um, but yeah, uh, the I'm not gonna say their name, but <laughs> Sasha Banks and the Bailey did Boston uh, Hug Connection, such a stupid name. <laughs> yeah. Um, they they end up winning the match, and you know, as much. As I have my critiques about Sasha, which if you even watch the match, she didn't do much in the match like all the rest of the women did. Right. But I think it was the right right move. Like to she put. was playing it safe. Like no, I think you know because of the injury rumors mm. and stuff. I think there's still something there. Yeah. But I, I'm cool with them being the 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 the, the women's tag champs. It's the right move. And when it comes to a business standpoint, they they attract kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Definitely the right move. Um, and I feel like they weren't using them. For a while, and now it's something for them to to have to hold and to defend, and uh, a place for them on the card wherever they defend the titles, whether it's Raw, SmackDown, NXT, wherever they're going to go, because they said that they're going to defend it anywhere and everywhere, right? Well, that'll be interesting to see. Like, do they show up at NXT? Do they show up? You well, know what I mean? Well, we're not going to talk about spoilers here, but just keep watching NXT. That's all I'm saying. Go ahead. Um, moving on to the next match, you had um, which surprising. I was actually surprised to. It was a really quite entertaining match. Um, you had the the Usos challenging for the SmackDown Tag Champs against McMahon and Miz, Shane McMahon and Miz. And yo, yeah, Sammy boy. called it, bro. Sammy mm-hmm. fucking called it. Y'all called me Uso crazy, but I was right. <laughs> I guess, but you understand where I'm coming from. Where I was like, yo, there's no way that's happening. Yeah. Right, right, just absolutely. Based on the Jimmy Uso arrest, and I'm just like, there's no way they're gonna put the titles on them. But um, the match was really, really entertaining. Um, Miz and Shane McMahon end up dropping the titles. Um, if you watch SmackDown Tuesday night, they're gonna get their rematch at Fastlane. Um, I think we should 
get a better idea with the weeks con- weeks to come and also on Fastlane where the storyline mm-hmm. is going to lead. I think we all predict it's probably going to lead to a one-on-one match yeah. where one of them is turning on the other. I think it's going to be The Miz. Some other people say, like, if you follow Dirt Sheets, that's going to be Shane. I think it's going to be The Miz. Who, who's yeah. going to have more effect, like, more weight, The Miz or Shane turning? Miz's best work is when he's a heel. Okay. Yeah. So it has to be The Miz. Yeah, and I think they know that. He comes off really cheesy as a face. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all want to cheer for The Miz because, uh, you know, he, he's busted his ass to get where he is. Um, but at the end of the day, he does his best work as a heel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Shane Shane's a natural face. Yeah. You know? So they put so the Usos ended up winning the tag titles, and there's some you know there's some stuff with social media and stuff. We talked about it last week how the rumor is that Jimmy and, and Naomi are trying to get fired. I honestly don't mm-hmm. believe that, but their contracts are coming up in April, and I think the Usos are trying to see you know if they can use this for their advantage, decide to stay in the WWE, or like we talked about a couple weeks ago, how maybe they end up in another company. I'm not going to jump in and say right right away AEW, but maybe Ring of Honor, or maybe they decide to go to Japan or, or whatever the case may be. Maybe they just want to do strictly an indie run. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the Usos, for me as a fan, what more can the Usos do in the WWE? Yeah, it's cool that they're uh, tag champions again. You know, maybe they get drafted to Raw and maybe we'll see them, you know, have matches with other tag teams. But at the same time, it's like, as a fan, I would like to see them challenge other teams like imagine some of the matches they could have like in new japan with like evil and sonata or you know the tongans mm-hmm. like there's so much stuff that they could do in other companies for me i mean part of me feels like they're not gonna leave the wwe but as a fan standpoint i would like them to, to test the waters and you know challenge mm-hmm. other tag teams and other companies how about you imagine them versus the briscoes oh my god imagine them versus with, the by, young by bucks. the way yeah. by the way did you guys see the briscoes you're jumping ahead like okay, you always sorry. do sorry <laughs> and I'm going to give you one of these. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, I know what I'm, f- I'm talking about. Oh, you're jumping ahead. I know what I'm talking about. Okay, go ahead. All right. Um, yeah, I would, I would love to see them leave, but I don't think they're leaving. I think they're WWE to the death. Um, I think WWE can't afford to lose them. They are like um, one of their major tag teams, one of their major uh, attractions. Also, they didn't, you know? to me as a, as a fan too, the whole face pain and then doing what they did in their entrance to oh, me, was I was whack. I was thought that was super cheesy and I, like I they were like getting John Cena type heat like I was just like yeah. I didn't want to see them on TV. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, they they were great in the ring. I don't think nobody ever ever said they were bad in the ring. But for me as a fan, I'm like, yo, this is so whack. Okay. I get it, kids are into mm-hmm. it, but until they started doing this day one ish, yeah. that took it to another level. And I'm like, okay, these dudes are badass now. And I think they they became a little bit more of themselves mm-hmm. when they started doing the the day one ish. Well, yeah. and and I think that with the face paint, it really didn't. Well, it didn't matter what they did in the ring. But I think you already went into the match thinking negatively of them because you just thought it was cheesy. So they could be jumping off the top of the cage for all we know, but they're still the, their whole look is cheesy. So I think once they started to change over to this new look, this this up to date look, which remember you said it, that would be like something I would wear. Remember when that, they started wearing the clothes? Yeah. They, that's why I was Jimmy Uso New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, but but that's the thing. Like, hello, nobody goes out into the middle of the street with fucking you know fluorescent no. uh, face paint or anything like that. You want to see guys that kind of look like you that will get into the ring. Yeah. So yeah. and I think that's where and and to to what Sammy said where they can't afford to lose them. No. You're right, they can't. The promos that they cut are great. Yeah. The way they play off of each other, their in-ring work is great. 
And the way that the tag teams are set up right now, they can't afford to lose the Usos, man. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the next match on the car with Finn Balor. Uh, hold on real quick. The, uh, the Chris Brown, he's saying, Mario, they put the titles on the Usos as sort of a carrot to prevent them from letting their contracts run out and jumping to AEW after 90 days. They did the same thing with the Revival. The Revival situation and the Usos situation two different things. Yeah. The Revival, they their contracts are not done till 2020, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And the Usos, it doesn't matter if they're the tag champs or not. If they don't sign, they... Yeah. if your Vince or whatever, if they decide not to sign, you're going to have to take the tag titles off of them. The, the Revival situation and the, w, and the Uso situation, two different di- different situations yeah. when it comes to contract-wise. Um, and like I said, the, the 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 trending thing is like every time you hear a talent like leave or, or XYZ. Or a rumor. Right, or a rumor. It's like, <laughs> oh, they're going to AEW. Yeah. I mean, why why got to be AEW? Don't get me wrong. I I'm, I'm, I want AEW to mm-hmm. succeed. I'm not saying that. But, like, you got New Japan, you got Ring of Honor, you got Impact, you got MLW, you have all these different companies. And now we're living in the wrestling world. We're living at a point where if you go to MLW or Impact, uh, maybe not necessarily Ring of Honor, but, like, some of the other promotions, you could do an MLW and an Impact shop but still work the indies. Yeah. Like, our man Ace Austin, he's, Mm. you know... We know him from MLW and some of these indie shows, but he's going to be making his debut in Impact soon. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. So we're living in a world where you could work for multiple companies and still be part of their regular roster. You know what I'm saying? And AEW, while they are signing guys to deals, they're also signing guys to deals where they're open to do business with other companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like uh, they put the titles on them to keep them happy, but at the end of the day, if they, if they, they want to go, they don't want to be there. They're not going to be there. So, so the next match on the card was Finn Balor challenging um, Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush for the title for the IC Championship, and this is one that I guess we were so focused on. Why is Bobby Lashley having a tag team partner if he looks like a beast? Right, right. right that we, we were, didn't see. We it. didn't see the reason why. You know, it was a handicap match is that Finn Balor could have won the championship without pinning Bobby Lashley, yep. which ended up happening, which yep. I was like, holy shit. I'm happy for Balor because he yeah. definitely deserved something, man. They had to give that man a bone. Mm-hmm. They had to. Um, and, you know, for, for what the match was, it you know, it was entertaining for what it was. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, Finn Balor's the champ. I don't know what's next for Bobby Lashley. They have him in this kind of stable type thing with with um baron corbin and uh drew mcintyre which drew mcintyre doesn't even need in my opinion drew mcintyre should need to be a loner i don't think i think the only i'm sorry i think the only one that actually needs to be in a stable is baron corbin yeah because the other guys really don't need to they don't (laughs) i think Uh, this is a way to get them all on the wrestlemania card what was that stable that del rio sheamus and um I'm trying to think who else was in that stable. They should have been called the Un-Americans. Uh, the Sheamus, Del Rio, Rusev, and yeah, one more Austin, guy. Steve Austin stunned them all. At, yeah, the what the hell was their name? Um, That's going to bother me now. It's not the Un-Americans. God damn it. We, want, we wanted them to be called. Somebody in the comments. We us, wanted them to know. be called the Un-Americans because that one would make sense. But there um, was an Un-Americans um, They were called. That was like um, Christian and Test or something. Like yes. That. What the fuck was their name? It was so bad. And the thing, And the thing was that the gimmick I like them being put together. Right. I just hated what they did with it. Yeah. Whoever's on still on the whoever's on the Facebook oh, no, chat, we're, we're, let we're us know, let us know what that stable was named because I can't think of the. the <laughs> He's stable using right Bing. Now. <laughs> 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 the only one way to find out. Oh, uh, okay. Barrett was also in there. Yeah, yeah. Wade Barrett was in it too. 
Uh, go keep going, keep going. We'll find. Uh, yeah, this is a way to get them all on the WrestleMania card. Mm-hmm. Um, There's in some actually, kind I, of. I've read actually a pretty interesting rumor about what that could be. Yeah, I if, saw it too. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to too. that later on the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Finn Balor's the IC champ. I'm I'm happy with that. I'm like good for him. Yeah, it, it, I'm really happy for him too. Um, I'm still trying to find out what the hell the the name of that League of Nations. Was. League of Nations. God, there it is. <laughs> who who shot it out? There you go, Danny Danny Heal. League of Nations. That's a great last name. Oh, yeah. Danny like Flair. Hill. Danny Hill, Yo, Danny Hill, you got a wrestling name, dude. I don't know there if you're you a wrestler, go. but that's a really dope name, <laughs> Danny Hill. Um, it would be funny if he was a face. No, sorry. You know what? <laughs> All right. Yeah, um, I'm really happy for Finn Balor. I feel like he's just kind of been treading water since he got injured and mm-hmm. came back from that injury. They haven't really done anything with him. Um, you know, they had that, that title on Brock, and then they – they put it on Roman, and you know he never really got his his rematch. And then he went against Brock, and we all thought that he was gonna win, except for uh, Mario. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I feel I feel really happy for him. I'm yeah, really excited too. to me see too. where they're gonna go with it. Uh, what match is he gonna have at WrestleMania? Yeah, I'm curious is to it, see what they do with um him being him having the icy strap and yeah. where what direction they go with, with whether it's challenger or challengers with an S. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm curious to see what's the direction for Finn going into Mania. Um, next on the card, which this was a match that was like super disappointing until mm-hmm. post match, what we got. They did Ruby Riot dirty at the oh, pay-per-view, yes. bro. Yeah. Yo, I-, I was actually mad, and I screamed at the TV. Like, my <laughs> wife was watching the show with me, and she's like, what's wrong with you? I was like, did you just see what happened? Like, if they wanted them to face off, just, okay, make it a contract signing or something. Mm-hmm. Like, Ruby Riot was just an afterthought to what happened. They, they didn't give her... That is so granted, fucked up. Granted, they gave Ruby Riot... They, <sighs> They Sorry. they gave Ruby Riot some time with Ronda on Monday Night Raw, which ended up being a decent match. But yeah. they did her dirty yeah, on the pay per view, and I've been a big like supporter for Ruby Riot, and you know she's an indie darling, and she, she's a great, she's super underrated in the ring. And yeah, man, they did her completely dirty. But post match, what happened post match? Everything that I vented about the mm. the booking of Becky Lynch, not saying that they were still wrong for how they booked her, yeah. but they at least made things a little bit better and it kind of put Becky Lynch back in, in a better direction going into Mania for this mm-hmm. uh three-way that that's going to ba- it's bound to happen. Yeah. But man, what Becky Lynch did post match was the most stone cold thing she's ever done. Mm-hmm. It now, was so much fun. What what did you think Sammy of the whole crutches down? I think that kind of extended it a little <laughs> bit of her coming all the way from the top of the stairs with her crutches all the way down. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, no. What are they doing to Becky? No. Because <laughs> we've been complaining about yeah, the yeah. way that she's been getting booked. And we see her hobbling down with the with the crutches. Mm-hmm. But by the end of the segment, I was like, She worked yes. everybody. It, it was so good. She worked good. everybody. It was so good. Uh, and I don't know if you guys caught, like, she hit Ronda Rousey square in the crotch. Yeah, she With did. the crutch. I don't know if Ronda knew that she was signing up for that when she signed her WWE contract, but man, she was laying those crutch shots in and busted her open on her head mm-hmm. and made a. She got a little Charlotte, color. She got a little color. Yeah, yeah. Charlotte's all bruised up. I loved it. I loved that she laid it in. It looked legit uh, because it was legit. And um, I'm really happy that she's going to gain some momentum back from the past couple of. Uh, flops they've done with the whole tapping out and the 
and the uh, apology that we mm. got on Monday Night Raw. But don't get me wrong, I'm still a little bit sour when it came to her booking on Raw and the end result of that. But man, they definitely uh, made up for it with how that segment was booked. And like I told you, the, that was like the most Austin thing uh, Becky Lynch has done, even when she was taken out by security or the fake rent of cops or whatever you want to call yeah. them. Just her smiling and they holding her arms back. It was just like a, 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 a crazy image. Like if you have the image of Austin. Right. Doing that back in the in the late nineties or whatever, and then you put it right next to what Becky Lynch. Yeah, when they were like, when they were taking him up yeah, the ramp, it yeah. was yeah. such like a resemblance to that. It was definitely a, a cool throwback from I that. F- I feel like they didn't use fake police officers just because it would have been too similar. Yeah, you know what I mean. But every anybody that's like a a, a, a wrestling like you know historian or a, you know a wrestling fan like a diehard wrestling. Well, fan. Well, even us like, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but even us just looking at what she's doing. That's why it it comes back. Not directly. So, like the the blood in uh, the bloody face after Nia Jax punched her in the face. That was Austin like, very Austin. Exactly. But I'm pretty sure that WWE didn't mean to do it like that. But, but for that's, us, that's how it came off. Being wrestling fans, we're like, okay, this has happened organically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not forcing it on us. Yeah. That double turn between Hart and and Stone Cold. It happened organic. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like it's not that that forced. Like right now, to tell you the truth. I don't like Ronda Rousey in the fact that the way that they're booking her, like you don't know, like the well, the, the problem yeah. with Ronda Rousey is they try to make her this cookie cutter face where she should, needs to just be a badass, and we're yeah. starting to see a little bit of that well, on Monday. Well, her, her attire. Let, let's get into how she came down to the ring on Sunday night. Yeah, she was no games. It looked like she was getting ready to step into the octagon. She was well, even the look, like yeah, it, Sonya that, Blade. Yeah. That gear, I think that should be her new wrestling gear. That yeah. always has to be yeah. her gear now. I, I I like it way better than the short shorts. And don't get me wrong, she has a great body. But I'm mm-hmm. just saying. Look wise, like she just looks like a badass. To yeah. me, she, she looked like somebody from the Shield. I'm sorry, yeah, she wasn't pulling. <laughs> yeah, but, it, it, but it worked. No, no, but it, it did. Worked. It did. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Sam. Yeah, she wasn't pulling on on, on her sh- uh, shorts because she didn't have shorts. I mean, it, it yeah. was a great look, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, really enjoyed it. Yeah, and she came down there looking like she was ready to fuck somebody mm-hmm. up, and that's the Ronda Rousey that we loved in the UFC. Of mm-hmm. course, you know, mm-hmm. what, what did she win? Eleven or twelve in a row yeah. with that look. So why is she smiling in the WWE? I understand. Like, yeah, no, oh, you yeah, don't. She's happy it. to be there, but come on. But there's a way, like, there's a way to still be a like. If you want to book her as like a straight face, there's a way of having her be a badass and still have fans like like her. You know what I'm saying? Right. But the thing is, the whole smiling thing and giving a kid something. Don't get me wrong. Do that shit on your autograph signings, but don't do live that events. for TV. Live, live events too after your match or something, but don't do that live on TV because it's like why? And that's why fans are starting to turn on her. But going back to when they added. When Vince brought out Charlotte, they did that the way they did it. While I didn't like the way Becky was booked, they did that to take a little bit of the heat off yeah. uh, Ronda Rousey. Because, you know, Charlotte right now is a heat magnet, which I love. I love that. But but she, okay, with her being a heat magnet, like, that works. Because you want to be able to have that. You know what I mean? Like, because if you basically put three faces or tweeners together, like, it's hard for you to choose who the heel is this case you could build your faces to go up against that heel so that's why you well, need I think, that i think going into mania ronda's always going to be a tweener you're gonna have people mm-hmm. cheer for her but becky's so over it doesn't necessarily yeah. even matter how at this point it, to be honest with you it doesn't even like why i would want them to book ronda rousey as a badass just a badass mm-hmm. not the smiley shit or whatever yeah. going into mania it's gonna be all becky no matter what 
Yeah, everybody's gonna want Becky to get that that moment in the in the in the sun there, um, and and like Mario said, you're gonna have people that are gonna be cheering for Ronda. I'm gonna be cheering for Ronda. I don't hate Ronda. We were talking about it in the car. I think that um, she's come leaps and bounds, and she's only been in the business for a year. I mean, her contract signing was last year. Yeah, at Elimination Chamber, and her first match was at WrestleMania. So she hasn't even been in the business a full year yet Mm -hmm. and i think she's putting on very entertaining matches she's not like a daniel bryan technician or anything but (laughs) and i went and when i made her breakout star of the year in 2018 i got a ton of heat yet (laughs) (laughs) yet two months later no debate Uh but moving on to the next match on the card which this was the popcorn match uh baron corbin versus uh Mm. Braun Strowman mm. in a match that nobody gave a fuck about. Mm. I didn't give a shit about, and it's just sad how bad yeah. Braun Strowman's character has gone so down. Like it's horrible. It's a shame. Man. I feel bad for him, man, because he's a nice guy. Yeah, man, and and and, <laughs> I mean... and when he was at his peak, like when he was feuding with Roman, like I remember saying on the show, "Yo, this guy." If they continue his momentum, they built him right away, he could be your next Hulk Hogan. Maybe yeah. to not that level, like, you know, Hulkamania is going wild, but, like, you know, I remember him doing a, a house show in um, Madison Square Garden, and he was doing, like, the Hulk Hogan pose, and everybody was just, like, loving it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he has personality. He has charisma. He could be, like, your next Hulk Hogan-type figure, yet his momentum is shot, man. Yeah. Oh, man. I I, I agree. And it goes back to the booking of him, man. Winning the titles with the little kid at at the WrestleMania. Yeah, that that was a, the one of the stupidest things that I've seen in like the last year yeah. or two years. Turning him into a like heel. That, like, okay, for, first of all, why would you do that? Yeah, you know what I mean. Was it because you wanted to get back at, at, at the bar? Because e- even the guys in the match itself, like, it makes them look like shit when you have a little kid. Yeah, take the title from you. I think they were going for like that WrestleMania moment there, but I think they kind of like were pushing too hard for that. I, I uh, have mixed feelings about it. I mean, uh-huh. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Being there live, I mean, everybody was, um, I forget the kid's name now, but everybody was chanting the kid's name. Yeah. I, I can't think of his name Sammy? right now. No. Definitely wasn't Sammy. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. But um, they were definitely. Let's look it up. Bing. They were. Yeah, oh, he's looking it. for the no. heat, man. He's using Bing instead of Google. What's wrong with you? Because he has a Bing he's ass head. Whatever comes <laughs> up, man. <laughs> Jesus. And, anyways, yeah, you know, they dropped the ball with Baron Corbin. It, it, the match ended up uh, ending with uh, Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre interfering. Nicholas. There you go, there you go Nicholas. They ended up uh, interfering in the match, and they actually did a, a shield powerbomb to Baron Corbin on two sets of tables. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody cared. There was no reaction. Not even <laughs> nobody, you know, nobody gave a shit. And you know what's funny? Even the commentary didn't give a fuck about it either. <laughs> so let me, let me, so I'm watching this, right? And I'm like, okay, they're putting it. Okay, they, t- they got two chairs up. I literally was watching and zoned out until Braun was on the floor. Yeah. Like that's how much I cared about that powerbomb. I think I literally made popcorn. They call it the popcorn. <laughs> I think I literally made popcorn. I was texting <laughs> Sam saying, yo, this match is shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, a match that wasn't shit and a match that literally had us at the edge of our seats was the main event. Mm-hmm. Finally, the WWE Championship main, main, main event's a pay-per-view, so which, that's great. Yeah. Well, you need that, right? But this Elimination <laughs> yeah. Chamber match, uh-huh. man, this match was so good. Um, you had Daniel Bryan defending the Planets Championship against AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton, and Jeff Hardy. 
Um, man, and you could get your official Planet Champion shirts there at LuchaOutsiders.com. We got the Kofi Kingston one. That's and we got the Kofi Mania shirt also. Kofi here, Mania we got the Planet Champion right there. Okay, you guys can actually get it right now. We have the sweater. We have shirts. We have everything. Our very own Mr. Sammy is wearing his official ca uh, The Planet's Champion shirt. You guys can get it right now at Lucha Outsiders. And you can actually get hats now, too. See? Boom, bam. See? You got hats with The Planet's Champion. I, I forgot my hat at home. I, I it's, all right. it's all right, bro. We're here. Okay. Give me the congratulations. Congratulations, no. you played yourself. I don't yourself. think that deserved it, but hey, no, if you want to do it, if you want to do it, at least you own a, own up to your shit. Yeah, man. Uh, Danny Hill saying the belt is perfect for his character. It is, man. Yes, it is. I'm all about the Pots Championship, mm -hmm. <laughs> guys. The sustainable title. <laughs> there you go. Share this video. Make sure you tag a wrestling friend or tag a non-wrestling friend and let them know about us. Make sure you put this on your Facebook page. If you tag a friend right now on the chat, you can actually. Win your very own lucha hat. Um, so yeah, tag a friend. Um, if I had to nitpick uh, something about this match, was just I just hated the fact that Samoa Joe was the first one eliminated. He continues to do the job, and I, he, I don't get why. He's dude. such a vicious, like badass. I don't understand why he continues. To, like if you're gonna do that to him, don't even put him in the match. Okay, so if you didn't have Samoa Joe leave first. Who else would you have gone first? Jeff Hardy. Mm-hmm. Or Orton. Orton too. I mean, I don't want to be. I don't want to be that guy. But I, I hated the fact that Orton eliminated AJ Styles. That pissed <laughs> yeah, me I off know. so much. I know, man. That pissed me <laughs> off so much. I'm like, come on, man. I was like, yo, I texted Sammy, and I was like, yo, fuck Orton, bro. <laughs> you know what would have been cool to see? Have them all in there. Nobody gets eliminated, and then have Kofi eliminate Orton first, mm -hmm. and be like, "You stupid, you stupid!" Yeah. Like we saw on SmackDown uh -huh. on, on Tuesday yeah. night. That would have been nice. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I didn't like that Joe got eliminated uh, first, but besides all that, I mean, the match was really, really solid. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think the most memorable part of the whole match was the the back and forth between Kofi and um Daniel Bryan. Dude. Yes. That yo, I was watching that match, and it literally had us, and yeah. Sam too, because we were texting back and forth. Could it, it happen? Yo, it had us <laughs> on the edge of our seats, dude. I was just like, I remember watching this match because I'm like, oh, I was like pulling my do hair it. out. I was do like, it. I was like, oh, and then when when Daniel Bryan hit that first running knee on Kofi, and I'm like, oh no, I was That's like, put I was like, yo, put your, I was like, put your foot on the ropes or something, and he kicked out. I was, I was losing my shit. And what's great about this? Um, this back and forth was everything was organic, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody was super behind Kofi. And going back to a, a playback that I discussed last week, it reminded me back from 2012 where Daniel Bryan defended the World Heavyweight Championship mm -hmm. in a chamber match, and the last two guys were Santino and Col and um and Daniel Bryan. While Santino and Kofi are two different um, wrestling talents, yeah. But Santino was so hot, everybody <laughs> wanted to see the underdog win. Of course. And yeah. man, dude, um. Uh, Yo, Kofi once again proved that he's a main event talent. And who would ever thought that 10 years later, where in 2009, he was supposed to be that main event mm -hmm. act because he was super hot and they just had Orrin bury the dude. Yeah. 10 you years stupid. later, 10 years later, I think for the most part, the fans are united here and we yeah. want to see Kofi win the championship, the championship. Where? We want to see that mania. Yeah. But and 
uh, Kofi Mania. Kofi Mania. We want to see Kofi Mania. You can get your Kofi Mania shirts at LuchaOutsiders.com. But, yeah, we want to see plug, it at WrestleMania. Plug, we want to see it at WrestleMania. But, yeah. man, uh, you ain't got any Co- thoughts, dude? Um, Did you guys see his little uh, his little interview before, I think it was SmackDown? He said, uh, we're going to ride this wave. Uh, first name Mo, last name Mentum. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. got a lot of momentum going on, man. And uh, I, I really want to see him at, at WrestleMania, um, you know, win, win the title. But I don't think we're going to see it, man. I, I think he'll have the match, but I don't I don't see him winning the title this this time. I don't know. So um, talking about Kofi and, and Kofi Mania running wild and, you know, the fans being super behind him, man, I, I think it'll be a huge mistake not not putting the championship on him. Same. Um, but uh, if you guys been following the dirt sheets, there's a there's a rumor going around. I hope it's not true. I really do hope not. It's not true. What is this one? I haven't heard it. Well, I, I'm gonna share it with you guys <laughs> right now. So, for for the for the lifers that have been with with us since day one of the Lucha Outsider Show, the friends of the show, the Fots, the Fots. Um, you guys know for for a fact that I'm more of a I've been more of a fan of New Day as heels. I've, I since they've been faces, I haven't really been too much invested in them until now because right. it's something different. Mm-hmm. They're not challenging for the tag titles. It's all about Kofi winning the the big one, the right. title, right? Yeah. And I think this is a good look because now you can have Big E and maybe Xavier Woods, maybe not necessarily go their separate ways, but maybe you know Xavier Woods could challenge for the two five for the, the cruiserweight championship, or maybe you have um, Big E challenge for the United States championship, or have them do their thing but still mm-hmm. be a unit, which. I'm cool with that. They have them be a stable they don't have of a to, group. They don't have to necessarily always challenge for the tag titles. Right. But there's a rumor going around is that since we're getting Kofi and Daniel Bryan, now plans could change here. There's a rumor going around that this might lead to a possible New Day breakup mm. where possibly Big E is going to be the one costing Kofi Kingston the match and we're going to get a Kofi Kingston-Big E match at Mania. As much as... Mm-mm. I... I you know I've been not a fan of that. I've been a <laughs> fan. As much as I haven't been a fan of the new day uh-huh. with the previous stuff as as face work, I think that would be a huge mistake. You do not need to break up the new day to have Kofi Kingston mm. be WWE champion. No, I don't want to see it, man. Not I, now. No. no, that's too early. That's too early. You got to let that thing marinate. Let him have the title. Yeah. Let him let him have the title and then have Big E cost him the title. You know, somewhere down the line. And it's, yeah, because you know. there's so many ways you can go about it. You can even have, like, let's say, like a, a little tournament together, and then Big E wins it. So now they're forced to go against each other. There's so many ways that you can go down that rabbit hole where you don't have to have them directly cost them the match. You could build up to it because that's the whole thing. If if you haven't just cost them the match, then that's it. There, there goes your whole thing that you were trying to pull. But if you make it build. Like that tension. What I would like to see, if I had to fantasy book here, what I would like to see would be since um Daniel Bryan has Rowan or whatever, New Day is there back in Kofi or whatever, and then a mismatch, miscommunication happens mm-hmm. where maybe one of the members of the New Day does cost Kofi uh, the match, but like by accident. So mm-hmm. there's yeah. they're teasing tension where they could tease a possible split, but the split doesn't happen. I think... They end up having a rematch at Mania. Mm-hmm. And as much as I wasn't a fan, you know, of like opening matches, like meaning like, oh man, these two guys are great. They shouldn't be opening the match. As the the more I've been doing this podcast, I've kind of mm. 
been like, you know what? Being the opening match on Mania isn't a bad spot. And I mm. think Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship would be a fucking phenomenal opener for Mania. I agree and disagree because there's that WWE Championship a part of that match. Mm. And I just feel like it would be like blasphemy to have it open. But at the same time, the action, the people in this match mm-hmm. would definitely get the crowd pumped and excited for the show and be an awesome opener. But yeah. and, and the reason why I say it, it wouldn't be a bad opener is because you're going to have moments this year at WrestleMania that are going to be iconic, meeting the yeah. potential mm-hmm. Becky Lynch closing the show as the Raw Women's Championship. A champion. You're also possibly going to get the Shield reunion if Seth Rollins slays a beast. Why don't you add on to that and you open the show where Coffee Kingston finally defeats Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship and now you have the New Day back on the same page and they're supporting their boy. Yeah, because I think what you have going into Mania, um, you have so many things that are in the pipeline to happen. Yeah, You don't want to get the people tired by the time you get to that last the last match. That's why I don't think we're going to see Kofi win it, man. No, I, but you can, like, you can have it start and have a lot of false finishes because then it hypes up the crowd. Right. Oh, it could happen. Oh, it could happen. But you don't get the total payoff, if you will. Because kind of like, remember we were talking about last year's WrestleMania with uh, with um, Brock Lesnar? Where you had the people just tired. They didn't care. They didn't care about the match. Well, nobody yeah. gave a shit about the main event, period. Yeah, I don't but that's think what anybody cared about the nope, competitors in the match. We even talked about too. it last year. That's yeah. not the main event we wanted. At that point, we wanted Rollins to be the one challenging Brock Lesnar for the championship. Uh, we got uh, jokesters on the chat. Uh, suddenly, Paige and Woods ruin it for Kofi. Oh. Get it? Okay. So I don't. Psh- <laughs> <laughs> Antonio Tovio, our boy from uh, Down Under. Is that still considered Down Under, New Zealand? Anyway, uh, guys, share this video. Let the people know that we are here. We're going through the elimination chamber and things that uh, we think are going to happen. Remember, you guys can get your Kofi Mania shirt. Thanks uh, thanks to your wife for the design. It was actually Bree really TV. good Yeah, yeah Bree TV. You, you guys can follow, follow my her. wife, uh, Bree TV, uh, on Instagram. And um, you're gonna be in trouble because you don't remember her stuff. Yeah, man, the Twitch thing. <laughs> the Twitch Congratulations, thing. <laughs> you played yourself. Speaking right. of, um, he's looking into yes. it. Now. Speaking of, we'll, zoom we'll, in. We'll do it in the next plug, though. Don't worry, we'll do it in the next plug. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it in the next plug. Oh, he's looking. He's um, looking right there. He's so speaking looking. of Daniel Bryan, the Planet's champion, uh, there's a lot. Of, there's a couple of names that are um, uh-huh. that are potential opponents for Daniel Bryan, but there's two. There's two of them that stick out for me. Okay. One's Kevin Owens and one's Bray Wyatt. I'm not going to talk about The Undertaker. I'm not talking about the other random names. But I'm not going to talk about Batista. I'm not going to talk about that either. But Bray Wyatt and Kevin Owens are the most two names that could possibly be uh, possible opon- opponents for Daniel Bryan. Let's start with Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt's a guy that has history with Daniel Bryan. Uh, Daniel Bryan was Daniel Wyatt at one point when he was part of the mm. Wyatt family. Right, right. And now that Roan is associated with Daniel Bryan and we still don't know the status of Luke Harper... This makes more sense. This kind of makes more sense to go with Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, w- I would like to see that, too, because I miss my boy, man. I miss Bray Wyatt, too. I miss Bray Wyatt. Um, would I like to see Kofi more? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But would I be mad if we get Bray Wyatt? Absolutely not. So let's see what happens. Um, they would have a great match. We've seen it in the past. One of the uh, Daniel Bryan matches that stands out in my mind, uh, one of his WWE matches is the one he had at Royal Rumble a couple years ago with Bray Wyatt. Where so, where Daniel Bryan should have been part of that Royal Rumble and he yeah, wasn't? Yeah, and then the crowd totally turned on it. Uh-huh. But Yeah, man. Um, they can definitely put on a great match. We've seen it in the past. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely for it again. So. Uh, the other name 
and it kind of makes sense if you've seen these little uh these little selfie promos that Kevin Owens have been doing recently on Raw and SmackDown. It's Kevin Owens. Uh, Kevin Owens is rumored to possibly be the opponent for Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania based on the fact that while Daniel Bryan is focused on the earth and telling the people what they don't want to hear on how they eat garbage and, and pollute the world, Kevin Owens is out there, you know, doing what Kevin Owens does best, eating popcorn, you know, to go to the movies, you know, play bowling, you know, do do right. random, you know, shit that me, you, and Leo would do. Right. Mm-hmm. Random stuff that any any uh, cold not cold blooded red blooded American. <laughs> it, it pretty much. So yeah. he's kind of like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He he's kind of like an up to date version, like a remix version of the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Right. That, like you know, every man's man. Exactly. Yeah. That's what Kevin Owens is pretty much trying to portray in these videos. So the speculation is we might get a KO Debray match mm-hmm. happening at Mania. Uh, what do you think about that? If anybody can. Um, swing the crowd to because my fear is somebody gets put in the Daniel Bryan match and it's not Kobe Kingston and the crowd shits on it because it's going to be in New York and you know how we are mm-hmm. we're very vocal absolutely and there's going to be 80,000 people there that if they don't get what they want they're going to be upset and they can mm-hmm. hijack that show so <laughs> it will happen it, it will, will happen. happen so if we don't get Kofi I think the best, the best, even better than Bray Wyatt. Oh, absolutely. Is Kevin Owens. And I feel like the way he can cut a promo could make us get excited for the yeah. match, even if we only have a month to build it. So, if anything, this is their best alternate, other than, you know, going to Their Kobe best Kingston. option going forward if they right. decide to go with KO. Well, I think nowadays you don't need that much time to build a lot of these. Um, Matches well, not with the WWE, of course, because yeah. and and plus, you can also use social media to build these matches, right? You know, even with KO, all you need is just one mention from Daniel Bryan about what KO is doing, and that's your match right there. That's true, like, you don't need for them, like, you need Daniel Bryan just to acknowledge what KO is doing, mm-hmm. like, oh my god, why would you eat popcorn? You know, yeah, is uh, the bag is biodegradable, you got him. Yeah. That's your match right there. That's very true. Leo's got a good point, man. There you go. One one thing for Leo. Ding. And we'll give you one of these. All right. There you go. Okay. What up to James Esponto, Antonio Tovi, and all the people that are here with us. Remember, if you tag a wrestling friend, you could win yourself your Lucha Outsiders hat. And for whatever you miss on today's episode, make sure you subscribe and download Where? the podcast version of the show. iTunes, SoundCloud. You want to be fancy? Apple Podcasts. Tune in. La Mesclash. LosRadio.com. Tune in wherever you get your podcast. And Stitcher. Stitcher. Yeah. And we're on Twitch today. And, you and we're live on Twitch. We are live on Twitch. We're testing the waters on Twitch. So if you like the Twitch format more than the Facebook Live format, maybe next week we'll dabble in the Twitch chat and see hey, what we get on there. Doing? Yeah. All right. And you guys can also follow my wife, Being Bree. On Twitch, there and you go. She there uh, you go. plays video games, Kingdom Hearts, Spider Man, um, Destiny Two, all that. We, we got to put him on camera so his wife knows that he did he did it right. Yeah, you know? we didn't do it on the last one. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, so we got some big news happen uh, that broke out on Monday. Uh-huh. D Generation X is now will be part of the 2019 Hall of Fame. Finally, all China, of them. Yeah, all of them. That means Triple H, Shawn Michaels, which will be a two-timer, X-Pac, the New Age Outlaws, and China are going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, I have not that much negative to say, but go go ahead, Sam. What, what's your thoughts on DX? I'm, I'm really happy about it 
and uh, I think I'm most happy about China getting yeah. her her spot yeah. in there. Um, I feel like people that are like, oh, she should have been inducted mm-hmm. alone. Um, you know, quit crying. She's getting yeah. in there. Well, I'm you one of those I mean? people. Uh, she she was part of DX, man. They'll look at Triple H. Shouldn't he be put in? Individually, I'm actually surprised. Yeah, but yeah, but you know? he's still wrestling it, though. It's not even that he's still wrestling. I'm kind of surprised that he's going to be. In, well, I know why he's going to get inducted with DX, obviously. Right. But I'm kind of surprised that they. I was more surprised that D Generation X is getting inducted to the Hall of Fame before the NWO. That's yeah. my surprise. Yeah, wow, I think, I think okay. they're younger, aren't they? Well, it, what's not only that, but NWO, there wouldn't be no DX without the NWO. That's true. That's why I was more yeah, surprised that. Yeah, because that was the that. answer to the NWO. But the NWO was not Vince's creation, so we get the DX induction first. Yeah, of, course. <laughs> of course. What if they induct them both at the same time? Nah, that's too much same for a Hall of Fame. No, too, much, too much, they, they too much. Too much commotion. They may, because I'm not going to the Hall of Fame. I went the last time it was in New York, and I did not have a good time. Congratulations. You played yourself. I did not have a good time. I was bored to death. <laughs> I was bored, man, and I usually like watching it to hear all the the nostalgia stories. But man, I I'm not. My, are, my you man. Gonna, are you gonna pay money to go? <laughs> Hell, Hell no. no! Yeah, Hell right. Hell no! I watch yeah. it on the network, right? Dude. Right? No, man. And there's so much going on. They're gonna need to sell tickets to this. So yeah, I yeah. think I think when it comes to to the the DX thing, I think it's cool. They def they're definitely all deserving to be uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame. I do get the sometimes the the criticism from some people saying like, "Oh, well, China should have been should have been on her own induction. She should have gotten inducted as China." But I think this is a step into the right direction where somewhere down the line, maybe China will get her own induction. But I'm cool with DX getting inducted mm-hmm. to the Hall of Fame. Um, you know, they all deserve it. Like I said, I'm kind of shocked that Triple H is going to get a ring before getting a ring as just being Triple H. Yeah. But it's cool. He's still heavily involved in the business i think it's super dope you know me being a Shawn michaels mark that you know he's going to be a two-timer right. with rick flair um the new age outlaws another another duo they could have been could, inducted they could have been inducted just as a tag team right um but they deserve it too and hey somehow some way xbox weaseled his way into a hall of fame <laughs> ring he has but um it's xbox. cool man it, you know it was a, it was a historic stable it was dope. Little shocked the NWA ain't getting inducted before mm-hmm. DX, but uh, I'm all for it. And for the people that are complaining about China, listen, man, China will eventually get her her just due as a singles competitor and everything she did for the business. Not only wrestling women, but wrestling guys too. She'll get her own induction somewhere yeah. down the line. But at least we're in a step in the right direction, where now China's gonna get her acknowledgement. Now, since it's in New York. Uh, and thanks to Danny Hill for, for the little comment here. It says, I can't wait for Bam Bam's Hall of Fame mention. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I loved Bam Bam. He was one of my favorites growing up. Do you think that he'll get in, uh, like, he'll get the mention and he'll get the nod because he's in New York this year? Yeah, apparently the rumors going around that, you know, there was a, there was a rumor before the DX uh, announcement that the Hart Foundation, the tag team, yeah. was going to be rumored to be there. Now I'm not so sure with the DX announcement. And also... Because you can't have all stables or all tag teams in the exactly. same year. You got to mix it up. And then you have Bam Bam being from Jersey. Mm-hmm. And then also Taz is another guy mm-hmm. that, you know. And I, I was definitely definitely excited if Taz gets inducted because yeah. I'm a big Taz fan. That'd you know, awesome. he was a great commentator, great color commentator in, in WWF, WWE People days. don't give him a lot of credit. He doesn't. And he I think he's amazing. And his ECW career was great, too. It was a rocket buster. <laughs> 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 Here comes the pain. Yeah. <laughs> so I think... um. 
I'm I'll be super stoked if uh, he gets inducted. And I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely interested to see how his speech is going to be because I'm definitely interested in who he's going to yeah. thank and you know because he's been very critical on WWE in his podcast and his uh, show. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely interested to see how his speech is going to be if he does get inducted. You got a boy here, Chris Brown, friend of the show, our part of the show. Bam Bam Bigelow will be the seized member getting in this year, just like Cindy Lauper will be the celebrity going in this year. It does make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so, and we kind of spoke about this a couple of shows ago. You're kind of running out of these, like, top names that you could bring in here. You know what I mean? Like, who else would you be able to put in that will make sense for you to sell tickets. Cause again, yeah, a lot of guys are dead. It also yeah. depends on the area too. Depending on the area, for example, Taz, Bam Bam, that's North. Yeah. That, that's right New here. York. Yeah. That's New York. So I think you bring that, anybody from ECW that would also add to it. Mm-hmm. So it, def- it definitely adds on to that. So like hypothetically speaking here, let's say next year, the WrestleMania is in Philly, right? You got to induct like a guy like Tommy Dreamer or like an ECW original because mm-hmm. it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Do you think Brooklyn Brawler gets in? You know, he's this, not in. I, I, he's I, not in. He's not in. No. Let's find out. I let's mean, see, what, it, see what Bing has to say. Oh, God. This episode is going to be called Bing Everything. <laughs> Bingamania. Go. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's um, why I don't name him. Exactly. Uh, Brooklyn Brawler, I mean, that would be a good one, you know, for shits and giggles. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he's got a lot to say too. Um, funny, I'm sorry. Funny, his Wikipedia says he's a semi-retired professional wrestler. Yeah, the dude's still working, man. Yeah, he's in great shape for his yeah. age. Born 1961, the dude's 57 years old. All right, let's, let's talk more about uh, what happened this week. Can we give Lafayette, Louisiana, the biggest? If you're, I didn't you touch congratulations. it. Congratulations, you played yourself. Man, that Louisiana crowd, Lafayette, Louisiana, you guys should be banned from having wrestling shows for like the next five years. Yeah. Hit, him, hit him again with that button because I know where you're going. Congratulations. You played Yo, yourself. Yo, you guys are fucking trash, dude. Get him. Yo, it was so bad. You really sh- don't deserve to have wrestling shows like for the next five years. No, and you guys don't. should pay attention to the New Orleans crowd Tuesday night because at least they were hyped. And it was a lesser crowd than Raw. Mm-hmm. Yo, they didn't. They yo, Louisiana, Lafayette, Louisiana. They didn't pop for anything. The only thing they popped for was a stupid table match in the beginning of the show. Okay, terrible. They sucked. Terrible. You can't. You can't do that, man. Like, especially with the people that showed up, right? You can't do that. Yeah. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, dude. I feel uh, like you want to keep going. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, yeah, they they definitely don't deserve to have any time any wrestling anytime soon, man. Fuck them. Fuck Lafayette, Louisiana. If you're a listener from Lafayette, you know, no disrespect, but you guys No, are, no, disrespect. You disrespect. You guys are trash on Monday night. You don't <laughs> you don't deserve to have wrestling anytime soon. Um so we got some random semi NXT call-ups. We had Ricochet, Alistair Black, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa as, you know, somewhat semi call-ups. They're they're definitely doing NXT still. Based on the tapings they taped on Wednesday, but they appeared on Raw and SmackDown. They're also going to appear on Raw and SmackDown this week. So there's so many mixed reports about this. One report I read was that Vince McMahon wanted to prove Triple H a point, saying that they're not really stars. Mm-hmm. Another point was that they, it was supposed to originally, another rumor going around, that it was originally supposed to be Ricochet versus Finn Balor, and then Triple H was like, no, that's not a good idea because it'll be face versus face. There's so many mixed reports on this. Yeah. You really don't know what to believe. Well, I would 
will say is, as a viewer, for me, I thought this was totally random. It didn't really make no sense because there was no build onto it. And the crowd on Lafayette Monday didn't help out either. Yeah. And while, for me, Ricochet had a better showing on Tuesday night, I thought his Monday night debut was super mm -hmm. underwhelming because he was barely in the ring. And I feel like how Ricochet wrestled, he wrestled a safe style like if he was going to do an yeah. Evolve show. And he was originally supposed to be in Evolve for March 16th, if I'm not mistaken. They pulled him, though, right? And they pulled him. He's still going to make the appearance, but Velveteen Dream is going to take his place. Check this out what Chris Brown is saying. Chris Brown is saying, I couldn't agree with you more, Mario. Why the fuck did they book Raw in Lafayette? When New Orleans is just a few hours away, book Raw there and SmackDown in Lafayette. Not even that, or maybe they should have just held up, held up on these semi call-ups and put it in in a in a city that you know the fans know who these people are. Okay, but right. now but now to 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 Mario's point, Sam, he's saying that Vince is trying to prove a point, and I know that we posted something on you know why would you even have them show on here because if you're trying to prove a point. You're not going to go ahead and have them debut in L.A. You're not going to have them debut in, in, in a smart crowd. You're going to have them debut somewhere where WWE is the only thing that they see. Exactly, but right. you're, you're you're booking them to fail knowing that NXT is a network audience and maybe not everybody has a WWE network. So if you have it in, well, in a on, random... It's Lafayette, come on. Exactly. You have it in Lafayette, Yeehaw. Louisiana, right. where the crowd was atrocious, and you have these random call-ups without... There was no promotion about it. It was just a random, like, hey, we got four uh, NXT superstars being at Raw. What, what is this about? And it, it just, it was a while. Don't get me wrong. All four guys deserve to be on the main stage like yeah. that, even though NXT to me is a main stage. But it was just. No, no, to, to get called up, basically. To me, it was just, it was just weird. Uh, what's your thoughts on this whole random NXT invasion, if you want to call it that? Definitely didn't see it coming. Um, definitely didn't see it coming. I I did like uh, Ricochet's match on Monday Night Raw. I like I liked um, all their showings on uh, both episodes of Raw and SmackDown. But I definitely didn't see it coming. It was very random, mm -hmm. like you said. Um, especially, uh, why don't you just? Why did Triple H have to say it in the beginning? I feel like that kind of killed some of the surprise factor. Like just let them show up. I feel like that. Crowd was still not going to react. I yeah, know that probably yeah. would have just that sat crowd was there. So trash. Now dude, in, yeah. instead Spitting of doing their tobacco it, <laughs> in their fucking water bottles, tobacco <laughs> and and their spit thing. Word of Lafayette. Um. So if you were going to have them debut, yeah, wouldn't you wait and have them debut at the or do it before at the elimination chamber? I would have them debut the the raw after mania. Yeah, Raw after that would wait. Most people are watching. There's, Monday there's no reason to have them on Raw and SmackDown. Now, don't get me wrong. I, 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 any four for the four guys, love yeah. to see them. We got Almas and Alistair Black. It's a playback from their NXT feud, you know, from a year ago. We got that on SmackDown. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Great match. Too. Great match. But I would have rather waited because you don't need them wrestling. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying. And while hey, it's cool seeing DIY together on Raw. But come on, man! Really, you're gonna have them go over your your newly crowned Raw Tag Team Champions? Yeah, that revival? didn't make sense at all. It didn't make sense at all. It well, really doesn't. It goes back to what we said before, like you know, with giving the revival the title just for them because they did ask for their release. Mm -hmm. But now you're showing them like you're not really the champions because we had these guys yeah, had these debut and beat you. In yeah. Interesting note about that. I read a I read a a prediction. I forget mm -hmm. from what website or maybe it was a comment somewhere. I did read that you know. Fastlane, I think it's in Cleveland, Ohio. 
And a possible rumor and speculation could be that DIY challenges the rival for the Raw, the Raw tag titles um, at that PPV. And how they would time it is, without giving spoilers or anything, they have to time it right where it matches the NXT tapings. So uh-huh. it kind of makes sense without saying much. And I think people on the Facebook live chat and, and here in this room get what I'm trying to say. By yeah. That, right. But, um, yeah, uh, whatchamacallit. I, I just, it's just weird. It's just random and weird for me. I, I think random is the word that just encompasses everything that happened. There's a part of me um, that thinks that they may have been called up to shake up the roster because these are four guys that obviously perform at another level. All four yes. of them do, and um, they can carry a a match basically. Right, and uh, these guys on both brands, Raw and SmackDown, the majority of the the male talent has been coasting, and I like phoning it in. You mean? Yeah, they're just okay. going through the motions, and I feel like bringing these four up is pretty much like saying, "You see these four? Mm-hmm. These four guys are stars down at NXT. Guess yeah. what?" Your spot's not guaranteed. Okay. You know what I mean? Don't think that you could just coast because we got Ricochet down there. We got, so you know. Just kind of push him like if you don't wake up, get the right. fuck out. Smell the coffee because, okay. you know, they just took your spot on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, people that were supposed to be booked that night weren't booked because these NXT guys came in. So you think about that. You're expecting to be booked and you're sitting in catering now yeah. watching somebody take your spot. Well, you're going to get mad. Step it up. Okay. Uh, check this out. Chris Brown saying, Mario, Vince has been shitting on NXT. Call-ups dating back to the Ascension. When the hell is Hunter going to put his foot down and go to Vince and say directly to his face, quit fucking with the future of this company. You have people to answer to, same as I do, knock it the hell off and quit trying to bury this guy's career. Well, it's funny that Christopher Brown does say that because uh, the... If you've been, you know, reading the dirt sheets, there's definitely a clash between Triple H and Vince, mm-hmm. where Vince looks at things a certain way, and Triple H, you know, goes left with it in a positive way. So um, there's definitely a clash. Well, that shows you the disconnect that he has with life, basically. Well, I mean, grandpa. Um, while yeah. I mean, you can relate, right? Fuck you. <laughs> Speaking of spots not being, I listen to fire tracks. You know what? No. I don't know. Some of the NXT guys haven't been buried, though. You think about Seth Rollins. Yeah, but you, you know what? But all those you Shield can, guys. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. But Seth Rollins is a Vince creation with the the Shield. Look at the true NXT guys that have not come up. Well, if oh, you really, not been repackaged. Well, if you really want to believe it, was the CM Kevin Punk creation. No, no, but that's something completely different. That's that's <laughs> another topic for another day. No, but but what I'm saying is this. So look at the Ascension, right? right. They had a good gimmick going in, in NXT. NXT. And then the bell rang. Then they showed up and then, oh, we're better than the, than the <laughs> Legion of Doom. But that was, and it goes back to booking. But then you have guys that I didn't give a shit about in NXT and the main roster, like No Way Jose. What the fuck is that? That's because he's Look at Elias. Huh? Look at Elias. Uh, but Elias was a guy that was whatever an afterthought in NXT, and then he got called up to the main roster and became a hit. Because we, didn't, we didn't like it. Remember, we didn't like the gimmick? We're like, what the hell is he doing, like, walking around? It's not that I didn't like the gimmick. I just didn't know what, like, he's just dr- he was a drifter in NXT. Yeah. Look who's about to main event WrestleMania. Becky, Becky Lynch, Lynch, Charlotte. Charlotte. Not Ronda. Not Ronda. But we got two NXT uh, call-ups right there from a couple years back. What is it, four or five years ago? Um, we got Sasha Banks and Bailey with the with the tag titles. Um, 
we we can't just say that Vince is burying these NXT talents. A lot of it falls on them. Yeah, but Sasha and Bailey and 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 I can't believe I'm going to defend even Sasha with this one. But like <laughs> she them both of them they've been given garbage going back to a couple yeah. months ago where we wanted to see them feud and have a match at Evolution. They destroyed that. They destroyed that for us, and yeah. they gave us a meaningless uh, three on three match at fucking Evolution when we wanted to see. Bailey versus Sasha because it would have been a playback from their NXT feud. Yeah, I feel like they were setting it up for this whole tag team thing. But they could have done that because guess what? The best rivals become the best tag teams as well. The bar. Yeah. We've seen it with the bar. Yeah. yeah. I'll even throw it back to you. The the two man power trip, Triple H and Stone Cold. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. So sometimes the best rivalries end up being the best teams. So what I'm getting at is where where do we sit with this? Um, this NXT thing. Do th- they get buried or do they... I think for me, I think they'll be all right. The, you know, because even with a guy like Andrade, right? Since he's been, call- been called up, he's been uh, he's been having ups and downs. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? He's like been- he's not at a Rusev or Nakamura level where mm. they're, they're meaningless on the show. Right. But with a guy like Andrade, and congrats to him because uh, you know, the rumor is that he's banging Charlotte. So good for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really? Papa, yeah. Papa Flair? Yeah, that means Charlotte likes Bobby Hispanics. Mm-hmm. There you yes. go, Mario. Look at that face. <laughs> Look, right there. Go ahead, Mario. Right there. There it is. Just saying. <laughs> no, Leo Barrett. The, 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 the no. drop's not there. No, I didn't do it. Which one? The slide in the, the DM, ladies. Oh, okay, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it. Oh, yeah, exactly. There's a lot of things uh, I'm doing around here, people. Yeah, I'll give you one of these. Congratulations. You played yourself. Anyways. Why? Anyways, so yeah, so congrats to Almas. But Almas is a... Uh, at, you know, in a position where it's ups and downs, but also he could even <laughs> <With> also <Charlotte. laughs> also he could even, but he's also been on record and t- told his you know his homies from CMML, and that you know maybe it's not such a good idea for you trying to test your waters in WWE. Maybe you should right. keep dabbling in Japan or Ring of Honor or whatever, because you know while I'm in that okay position, I'm not at a best position. Yeah, well, I don't think they they're ready to pull the the trigger on him 100 percent just yet. Um, uh, promos are a big thing there, and he, he yeah, but he has Selena Vega that that talks for him that he doesn't need to I cut know. a promo. Mm-hmm. Selena Vega's great as a promo, and you know, no disrespect to our truth, you know, he's in great shape. He he's a guy that survives through time, but I really don't want to see our truth as the United States champion. I'd rather see Cien Almas. Yeah. Do you think we see Cien Almas take the title at I WrestleMania? Hope, I hope he takes it before Mania, so we can see him defend it in like hmm. against, yeah, against Mysterio, Mysterio or something. Yeah, because we don't want to see and hold it too. Yeah, because he doesn't. He doesn't need to drop it. Yeah, Mysterio. Mysterio is like type of guy that he necessarily doesn't have to win big matches. Yeah, he really true. doesn't. It's time for him to start putting people over anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, what's next? Um. Uh, so n- let's talk about. Um. We spoke about positions ain't guaranteed, and positions could always be taken for you. We got a couple of releases this past week. No. So, so we got Hideo oh. Tommy. We already knew that he was gone. <laughs> right. We already knew that he was going to leave. All right. They did a they did a, a clip for him, a backstage clip where he seemed by to to the roster. So we knew that was coming. Right. Uh Ty Dillinger went on social media, kind of not ranting, but you know he kind of made it known like before uh, people reported or whatever. I asked for my release today. I want to explore my options. You know, I feel like I have a lot more to prove as a performer. Congrats yeah. to him, and he got released. So yeah. this is a, a a talent that I will say it does make sense for him to go to AEW because he has a really tight relationship with Cody Rhodes. Yeah, thirty eight years old. Um, he wasn't being used uh, at all. He's one of these guys that was probably sitting in catering, uh, probably with that itch. You know, 
I want to be out there. Why am I not out well, there? Well, and again, it goes back to what we said a couple of shows ago. If you get into this just to be just drifting around, then yeah. why the hell do it? If you're getting in, it's because you want to be the champ. If you want to be the best. Yeah. So especially with uh, with Ty Dillinger, his whole thing at the Rumble, we thought, okay, he debuts perfect 10 at number 10. And then what, what did he do after literally, that? Literally his main roster run, if you wouldn't even call it a run, was literally him doing the jobs of people and just... It was more saying, like a walk. Yeah. We can't even he call it a run. He did the job in NXT, too. And I, I believe when he got up to the main roster, he suffered some kind of injury. I don't, he did have a he did have an injury at one point. Yeah, um, so that that always hurts people's careers. We saw what happened to Finn Balor. It's taken him how long to get his Intercontinental title? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, and he still hasn't really been in that Universal title uh, picture since uh, you know this year. You know even I mean? if even if Ty decides not to go to AEW and maybe test the waters before he maybe inks a deal with with a company, I mean, there's so many options out there. Like you yeah. know, no matter what company he goes or he even you know just does indies for a while. You know, he's going to be a great hand. He could put people over. He could, in a good way, that's meaningful. Right. Like putting a, a young star upcoming. Like, they could have, like, a little mini feud at, like, an indie promotion. And then, you know, they could trade off some wins. Or maybe he wins, like, the title at a promotion or something. You know what I'm saying? No matter what he does, he's going to be a great hand. But I think he he has a chip on his shoulder. And I think he wants to prove to the world that he's more than just a job guy. Right. I, I think we... Um I don't know if there's a spot for. I know there's going to be a spot for him in AEW, but to be a top guy, I don't know if he's that. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie to you, dude. I, I'll be pumped to see him and Adam Page go at it. Yeah. I'll be pumped to see him go with with dabble other talents. You know, because we haven't seen Ty Jell- to Ty Dillinger in his full potential in the WWE that's and true. even in NXT. We know he's a great worker, right. but that's all we know him as. But do you see him as a top guy? I don't see why not. I don't see why not. If if, he, if he's going to be put in that position, it needs to be now. Yeah. Yeah, he's 38 years old, man. Mm-hmm. It's time, bro. Definitely. I agree. Um, talking about more released talent where there's there's conflicting reports with this one. TJP, TJ Perkins, um, you know, he won the Cruiserweight Classic. He yeah. became Cruiserweight Champion. And then after that, they turned him heel for no reason. And then <laughs> he was pretty much dabbing and, you know, being an enhancement talent at 205 Live. This is a guy that I was – very high on him before he even went back, uh, became part of the WWE roster yeah. and was part of the Cruiserweight Classic. Because I've seen this guy all over the place, you know, over in, in Mexico, also in Impact. Impact, a suicide. Also, you know, a lot of people didn't know that. Like I was trying to explain. Well, he wasn't the original suicide. No, 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 because it's been reincarnation. Yeah. Kind of like Doink the Clown. There's been different mm-hmm. Doinks. Also, he wasn't involved. He was all these different indie companies. So I always knew him as an indie darling. Mm-hmm. This is like a talented dude. And, you know, for whatever reason, they just never really invested in the dude like that besides him being a cruiserweight champion after that his run was forgettable Uh, apparently there's so many things you could have done with that character especially with the whole dabbing and the whole remember the shirts like they kind of look like 90s i thought his gear was great yeah i thought his gear was great Uh, unfortunately with with him apparently there's conflicting reports that you know you know he has some backstage heat that he was hard to work with and also um wwe wasn't fan of him getting tattoo stuff. And mm-hmm. now ta- getting tattoos is a big thing because apparently yeah. um, when you're a talent working for the WWE, you know, you got to get clearance from the company to get like mm-hmm. ink done or changing your hair or something because, you know, 
for pictures or photo shoots or yeah. for action figures or video games, you know, they want to get you on how you look. Of now, course. if you get like a big tattoo on your face, you know, <laughs> and the re- game releases like in a month, well, then you're <laughs> fucked. You right. know what I mean? You remember, and I know we had this conversation. Remember, Sammy, when uh, they decided to push, uh, was it Zack Ryder or Dolph Ziggler? That they were, no, uh, Zack Ryder. When they were pushing Zack Ryder and all of a sudden he shows up with like blonde hair or brown hair. Like it didn't match. Yeah, it didn't match him how he looked um, currently. It, it was like right at the point where they started to push him finally. And then he dyed his hair. And then yeah. he dyed his hair. Yeah. Like why? Why oh, would you no. even do that? Yeah. Um, we have uh, people here on the chat uh, saying what's up. We have here Chris Brown saying Teddy Player One, uh, TJP. I mean, the boss thought we were pretty cool last Tuesday when we met. And also he gave me permission to get them six months ago talking about the tattoos. Yeah, that's why we, we said it's conflicted reports. Yeah. I mean, who do you really believe? I mean, he's a great talent. And once again, like I was telling you too, both of you guys before we went live on the air, um, everybody's like, AW. Honestly, I would like to see him in New Japan and be part of the best of the Super Juniors. MLW. How about that? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I would definitely Impact rather rather see him in Japan. His work rate is Man. definitely more of a Japan style. Um, he does fit better over there. Yeah, but we don't really know what the AEW work rate is yet. So we we'll don't know. See. We gotta we gotta judge it yeah. based on the first pay per view. But for me, when it comes to TJP, I would love to see him in New Japan and be part of the best of the Super Juniors tournament. Now, yeah. do you keep that whole gimmick? Like the whole Filipino gamer. Well, that's what he. Uh, but that's all. That's what he was in the Indies. See, I mean, besides mm-hmm. his impact run at Suicide, that's what he was in the Indies. I okay. mean, he. That's really him. He. He's a sneakerhead. He likes video games, you know, and he's proud Filipino. And especially in New Japan, you'll be able to push that, especially in the Asian market. Because right. I don't know if I told you guys, I went to a Seven Eleven once and I saw a guy with a TJP shirt. I was like, "Oh, what's up? You're wrestling fan?" He was like, "No, I just saw the Filipino flag and I bought the shirt." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I remember you telling me yeah. that. <laughs> but I mean, it, it does make sense for you to explore that market because you can even have him come in as a heel, right? Especially in the Asian market, you know, you have like different countries going against each other. That will make so much sense. One thing I'll say about him is this is a guy that uh, he was homeless at one point, right? Yeah, you listened to the Jericho podcast, then. right? He and was uh, homeless at one point. I just think that coming from nothing, you should be working 10 times harder mm-hmm. to keep your spot. I mean, maybe he wasn't happy, but to hear that he was hard to work with kind of makes me judge his character a little bit. It's like, this is a guy that had nothing. Now you're given everything, and what, are you ungrateful? You, you, know? Know, you know what it is, too? And at the end of the day, all three of us and anybody that does a wrestling podcast, I think, you know, that talks about the business, at the end of the day, we're just fans, and we don't really right. know what goes on behind closed doors. And I think when it comes to a guy like TGP, TJP and maybe other people, you know, other talent, like I just saw recently, just now, that, you know, Zack Ryder was venting his frustrations on something that recently just happened. Then Randy Orton commented on it and was like, you know, if they don't appreciate your work or whatever it is, you know that's that's their fault. So I think there's a lot of things that happen behind closed doors or whatever. I know TJP is a, a good worker, and prior to any of this, I never heard of TJP having heat or being hard to work with. Right. So while this is just coming out, now. this is just coming out now. So while you know, I'm not saying that maybe he may, not saying that maybe it he could did, be true. It could be true. Maybe he did have heat. Or, or you never know, because just like everywhere else, just like in any other job, there's people that are cocksuckers at jobs <laughs> that like to suck cock. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe Don't say that, Mario. With all the garbage that you fucking yeah. say, I'm going to say sucking cock. So what? Cock. Say sucking cock. 
So, <laughs> so you have one of these, you know, brown nose people that you know that are whoa, sucking, whoa, vi- whoa. that are brown sucking nose? Vince's oh. cock or whatever, saying oh, yeah. like, "Hey, this dude is hard to work with" or whatever. Blah, blah blah. Hey, we all know if you follow. Supposedly, our truth is at the top of that list. That's why he's been there for so long. Supposedly, I don't know. I heard the same yeah. about John Cena too. But uh, we know we 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 honestly don't know. Mm. All I know is based on, you know. Following TJP's career, this is the only time I've heard that yeah. anything negative. It's yeah. weird yeah. because they fired him. Yeah, you know, yes. and the only other guy that got fired was Arn. He was looking, but TJP was looking for getting released. I think he wanted it. Yeah, I think Arn was a shocker for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Now, definitely. now because there's also different reports coming out, and again, that's what reports. Anybody can go and say, "Oh no, I heard Arn Anderson did this." It may not be true unless you actually hear it from the guy himself. Well, you wanna you wanna just share a little bit without going word for word. What what is it that you read to us before we went live on the air? Pretty much. Uh, so there's a report that uh, Arn Anderson got into it in a house show with Vince McMahon. Something that went over bad at a house show. Uh, apparently, Arn is taking the full blame for it, and apparently, Arn and Vince have uh, not really been on the best of terms over the past couple of months uh, because they don't see things eye to eye. So um, apparently Arn gets fired because uh, of something that goes down at a house show. There was reports saying that maybe it wouldn't have happened um, if John Cena was still with the company because John Cena was uh, really close with Arn. Um, But apparently Arn isn't too torn up about leaving WWE. Um, I'm sure that he's got a ton of money saved up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he doesn't look like he spends any money whatsoever. Nah, he's, he's got like the, he had the same button-down shirt for like thirty-two years. He's got I, that dad look. He, he's he's very dad-like. Yeah, <laughs> he's got the New Balance, you know, with the grass stains. He look. he he he's very Leo <laughs> Jace. Yeah. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think what I, I got I got uh, Jordans on. I had to look at them too. Okay, I what I just find it fi- uh, kind of weird and not funny, but more more weird is you know the time wise because you have this thing that they've been promoting for the past couple of weeks with Ric Flair's big birthday bash at Raw, and Orange just got fired. So that's like time wise, I think that's kind of you know it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but I also was telling you guys that who's taking that producer role is um Steve Carino. Yeah, and I didn't yeah. see that coming because he ne- he never really had a big run in WWE, but um, you know now he's producing, so that's great because I I remember he was producing for Ring of Honor back in the day, right? Yeah, he so. he was working at NXT for the past couple months. Well, past couple of years, ever since he left Ring of Honor, he's been working at NXT. Um, you know, dabbling in different roles in NXT, but hey, he's he's got a promoted now. He's going to be on the main roster, right. joining the likes of all these new. Um, employees for the WWE. You got Shane mm-hmm. Helms. You got Abyss. You got Sanjay Dudd. You got Jeff Jarrett. You have all these guys now and. working backstage. And oh, I want to go with that big and Bruce Pritchard. Pritchard. That, yeah, yeah, man, that hit, one hit the bomb. Hit but, the bomb, man. That one really got me by surprise yesterday because I did not see this one coming. It was out of nowhere because right, it's. It Especially with everything else that he's doing. Yeah, man. He, you know, after he got released by the WWE back, I think, in 2000, 
eight, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he worked. He had a little run in Impact, and then he started doing podcasts, and then he became a hit with Conrad with something to wrestle with, and that's been, I think, a part of everybody's lives. If you're yeah, it's a part fan. of my weekly routine. I know now. for me too, and you know, and Conrad Thompson. That's just another story, but um, yeah, Bruce Pritchard. I mean, he became this. He became like this king of podcasts in many ways, and doing all these live shows and. And, you know, Sam and I are going to attend his live show, WrestleMania weekend. But now that kind of puts something, the future for something to wrestle with in, in kind of like limbo. Is it, is the podcast going to continue or are they going to become like a network exclusive now when they did have their network show um, last year? Um, and you know, being gonna have time, being part of creative, that takes a lot yeah. of your time. I don't think he's gonna have time to uh, to what Sammy's saying. And even if you if you listen to his podcast, you know, he's gone on record saying, you know, his wife when his wife was battling cancer, you know, he had to do a lot of the work at home when when his wife wasn't doing too good. So right. So he said that on record. So like, I'm I'm really curious to see for many ways how is this gonna work for Bruce, but also the product gets better. I hope the product is better because we've all been clamoring for it. Um, but man, like like Mario said, that's part of my weekly routine, man. Um, I, I hope the podcast doesn't go away, but I have a feeling it will. But what's awesome about this is if you know he gets a couple years in, and then he gets released, we get some podcasts about the current product of you know these you, years that would be pretty wait, cool but do you think bruce is really gonna open the door about some of the current stuff i feel like he's not i think he's too much he's so much in love with vince i don't think he's gonna he be a disloyal to vince he like shows for vince a lot and, and i think this is the thing too so if you have all these changes right at producers and all these guys coming in and all these new talent coming in and the product is still shitty then the problem is vince yeah, because at the end of the day, it has to go through Vince. Right. And it's and I think we all can agree that while we give flack, a lot of flack yeah. to the, the creative or whatever, at the end of the day, Vince has the final word. But yep. that's what I'm saying. So Unless if, Vince decides not to show up at a Raw and Triple H is running the show, and then he's and like, then yeah, do whatever you want. Sense. <laughs> then it makes sense. But that's the thing. So now, like, you can't blame the talent. You can't blame the booking. You can't blame any of that. You have to blame Vince. If we're back to what we were doing three months ago, when... Is there one guy left there? Right. And they were talking about that on the Something to Wrestle With podcast because they, they talked about the Undertaker's run. Yeah. Um, I haven't listened to that episode. I want to listen to it. Yeah. But you can go ahead and talk about it. When he came back as the dead man after WrestleMania uh, 20, and uh, he killed off Paul Bear. Yeah. They were saying how it didn't make sense if you watched that uh, Great American Bash. With the, the cement? With the, the booking, <laughs> yeah. Apparently the cement was oatmeal, which I didn't. I didn't know. So he was eating cement? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and it was rehearsed, too. There's like a whole video. In, I did uh, see interwebs. that video, yeah. I did yeah. see that video. <laughs> and Bruce was saying that he was telling Vince, this uh-huh. doesn't make sense. Why would The Undertaker kill Paul Bearer after he's fighting to defend him yeah. from the Dudleys? But Vince wanted it the way he wanted it, and it came out the way it came out. So, Which, to this day, you don't remember who was it against. All you remember is the vision. the Dudleys. No, but I'm saying, but you remember just the vision yeah, 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 of the vision. Paul, Bear Paul Bear, dying, yeah. you know? But but that's the thing, again, like, I hope things change. Now, I, we all do. If there's any indication on the pay-per-view, then things are looking up. But we have to see moving forward mm-hmm. what's going to happen tomorrow, what's going to happen the day after, what's going to happen the one after that. Because we all get caught up in, okay, they debuted. But what do you do after that? Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's why that's why I was telling you the the, the random NXT calls that we got on Monday. Yeah. I, I rather I would have rathered seen it for Mania at the Raw after Mania. For me. Uh, a friend of the show, James Esponso, is saying Leo is the kind of dad that answers the door in a dirty shirt and boxers with streaks kind of dad. Hashtag old man Leo. <laughs> I know Sammy yes! was already laughing, so I had yes! to like read it. Yes! <laughs> Shout yes! out to James. Um, so fuck you, James. <laughs> <laughs> Get off my lawn. It, it's, it's funny that you guys mentioned The Undertaker because uh, uh-huh. there was a very interesting Undertaker video that came out this week. So for those that don't yeah. Fo- yeah, so for those that don't know what Spanish Trap is or don't follow Spanish Trap, there's this artist named Bad Bunny. Okay, Sa- yeah. That, okay, we're going to ask. That, Sammy, that, you know who Bad Bunny is? Reggaeton. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, so there's this artist named Bad Best Bunny, answer ever. which anybody that knows him, is, everybody knows that he's a notorious wrestling fan. Yes. Like he's a big wrestling mark. So, so Sammy, in his videos, he's actually had Ric Flair be part I of his video. I know Bad Bunny. I'm Puerto Rican. Bad Bunny, Puerto Rican. I know. I know oh, people. I'm sorry. See, let me let me share something with you, Sam. What's up? See, Leo. Since he's an old man, yes. he thinks he's cool because he knows Bad Bunny. Yeah, I know he Bad Bunny. To his music. Yes, I mm. listen to so Bad Bunny. So he, he thinks he's you know he, chambea, he feels chambea. like he feels like he's he gets excited. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. see. That's I why see. He's, well, I can explain very, to somebody mm-hmm. what Bad Bunny is. I know so, Bad Bunny, man. and he so, had the big gold belt, by the way. Go. So Bad Bunny is this uh, Spanish trap artist, and he's a big wrestling fan. He's had Ric Flair on his uh, music videos. He's mm-hmm. actually done um, in his lyrics. He throws in wrestling names yes. and wrestling verses onto his lyrics. Anyways. Um, they there's been this petition for him to do a third show in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. There was no he never said no that he wasn't gonna do one. Yeah. but he kind of just was quiet about it. So they he kayfabe the yeah, whole thing. He worked it. He worked. It was he a work. Did. So somehow, and I think this has to do with Ric Flair because of Ric Flair's relationship with Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. I think Ric Flair kind of reached out to Undertaker. And he was like, hey, it'd be pretty cool if you know you if you do this, if you do this for Bad Bunny. So he pretty much comes out, you know, in this video, and he goes like, hey, Bad Bunny. It's the dead man. I think you should do this third um, show in Puerto Rico, and he that was a really good impression, man. Yeah, that was that was. So, like, if if we if we take it out, right? Nobody can see it. Go ahead, go ahead, Undertaker. Hey, it's the dead man. I think you should do this show in Puerto Rico. That was actually pretty good. That was actually pretty good. Um, good job, Mark. So, so now he's got Trump and the Undertaker. Good match. <laughs> good tag team. <laughs> this, this is huge news, people. Huge news. Um, there you go. See, nobody saw you. So. I, what's interesting about this video what grabbed my attention as a wrestling fan is hey it's pretty cool that he's doing this for Bad Bunny I think it's yeah. awesome and I think and Bad Bunny Bad Bunny's probably marking the fuck out that Undertaker oh, did this for absolutely but, we're marking the fuck out that the Undertaker did this for I think right. what the biggest thing that I got from this is that he didn't say Undertaker he said the dead man yeah so a lot of people are speculating like if he decides to dabble in other companies going forward he won't be the Undertaker he would be the dead man that's not trademarked I don't think Undertaker's going anywhere besides WWE. Right now, um, I think the Comic-Con, you know, StarCast, I pray he goes to WrestleCon and does something. Um, but that's that's his route. It's very easy money. He just stands there, takes pictures, smiles for the camera, signs autographs, and makes probably just as much as he would make um, doing a show. You know, so uh, I don't see him wrestling for anybody else. If if he does, oh no, I don't think wrestling. I'll is, be super surprised, the, man. Maybe have him come in as as a figurehead, or have him come in no, as a head of a stable. No, not happening. You want to have him come in, so you would want him, you would want man. to see him in the ring. 
No, I'm, no, I don't want to see him in the ring at all. Not okay. even in the WWE. I mean, but but that's saying. what I'm saying. He like, don't need to be no damn leader or figurehead. So what or would anything. you do? How would you bring him in? He don't need to do anything. He could just make fucking appearances like he's doing for StarCast. We don't sign, need to see him in the ring. Man. Sign we don't need to see him in the ring. Mm-hmm. For what? Not for a match? I'm, I'm on your side. I don't want to see him in the ring. It wouldn't... Him being a figurehead, let's say for AEW or something, for like a stable, for example, it just wouldn't work. I, would, I wouldn't... I mean, I wouldn't see this, but I, I think he would be a great producer, a great Backstage guy to, role. to coach big men. Yeah. I'm, I'm, he did it with Big Show. When he came into the WWF, mm-hmm. Big Show didn't know how to work like a big guy. And they paired him up with The Undertaker, and Undertaker would coach him. Yeah. If you watch some of the Big Show's documentaries, he said that he used to dread coming through the curtain because he used to see his big crooked finger say, come here. <laughs> and he well, would show even, him what he did wrong and everything. Like well, that. even Baron Corbin on... on the Baron Corbin episode with uh, with Jericho on Talking Jericho, he even talked about how some of the bigger men would would you know give him, hey, don't do this, don't sell like this because you're a bigger guy. Right. And he said that Taker and Kane were the guys that would kind of take him under his wing and tell him to do things differently because yeah. you know Baron yeah, Corbin. Yeah, because you're not going to sell. Guy. Yeah, right. you're not going to sell like a little guy, like you know, rolling around like tumbleweed and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. There's different ways, but go ahead. Um, but yeah, I did find that very interesting. Mm-hmm. But um, talking about um, Starcast and everything happening with uh, AEW and stuff, AEW were kind of in the mix of some interesting news that came out this mm-hmm. week. Apparently, there were some misfilings on some of the filings they did. Uh, apparently, AEW wrestling is actually one of the misfilings. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a big. That's one. big. So. I don't think this is really going to change anything. I think at the end of the day, they're, you know, with Tony Khan and all their money and stuff, I think they're going to figure things out. But for all these AEW haters, you know, they're clowning on all this. Of and, course. like, you know, with the all out and the AEW wrestling and all this crap, like, you know, they're clowning on this because it's like, how are you going to have misfilings? Well, I mean, everybody does misfilings. At one point, some regular guy actually owned Google.com. Mm-hmm. Because mm. Google forgot to renew their <laughs> their filing for their website. How much money do you think that guy has right now? Who the guy that did Google? The guy that had no, Google. Uh, so I actually read his story. What he what Google did was they offered him six thousand whatever Google spells out as numbers, like six thousand six zero zero one six whatever. Right? He didn't want it, right? Because he said, "Okay, donate it to to a charity." But for about thirty seconds, he actually owned Google.com. That's nuts. Now, that's the thing. With something like that, that's why with AEW, it's really big for you to get the, the filing correct because now all your marketing is around that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, And, and that's what we knew when when they're doing the Tuesday Night Dynamite. That's why we kind of know that that's where it's going to be their, their weekly show once they go ahead and go live. Like Mario said, I don't see this becoming an issue for them. They, no. got, they got money to burn. Yep. Billion dollars. There's a lot of money. They got seven billion, mm-hmm. so they'll figure it out, and um, it'll all work out. And yeah. for the AEW haters, why? Yeah, why? It's just another product. You know what I mean? If another you don't, option. If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. Mm-hmm. You know, there was plenty of times where I didn't watch TNA because I just didn't yeah. care for the product. Yeah. Now I'm was it when Hogan Impact. was there? Yes, absolutely. There you go. See? When they took away the six-sided ring, I was pissed. And then they brought in Hogan and everything like that. But that's another story for another podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I think they'll be fine. 
AEW's good. Speaking of AEW, let's talk about the Rhodes family because there's some interesting tidbits about the Rhodes fam- family, mm. not just Cody Rhodes. So NXT announced this past week that we're going re- to get the return of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. I'm very interested in this tournament. The winners of this tournament uh, will be challenging the NXT Tag Champions at uh, NXT TakeOver WrestleMania weekend. Um, what I find it very interesting about this announcement um, for the return of the Dusty Rhodes Classic is... WWE did a very it did a very good job trolling the audience because after you had the call ups on Monday and Tuesday on Tuesday they they announced that NXT has some big news so there was so much speculation like oh are, right. are they gonna vacate the titles are they gonna get like an FS one deal FS one deal for NXT somewhere down the line because you know they're doing the deal with Fox yeah. there were so many interesting theories of what could possibly happen. Just for them to announce, hey, the Dusty Rhodes Classic is kept back. So a, lot, gr- a lot of people tuned in, though. So great troll work from the WWE on yeah, that. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah, I don't think that was Vince, though, by the way. No, I think that was I think that was Triple H. I think yeah. that was all Triple H. But good, but good for them. Good for them for that. Mm-hmm. It was good troll troll work on their part. Another interesting uh, Rhodes family uh, news that came out this week is that Gold Dust, uh, Dustin Rhodes, mm-hmm. okay, Dustin Runnels, he changed his name on Twitter. Right. And a lot of people were speculating, like, hmm. I wonder why you changed your name on Twitter. I'm just kind of gonna kind of throw a curveball on that while everybody's like, "Oh, he's gonna go to AEW." He's a sheriff now. Oh so, wow, he's a sheriff. Officer. He's a sheriff in his hometown. I, I can't think of where he actually lives, but he is a sheriff now. So I feel like maybe that's a possible reason why he changed his uh, name on Twitter. Right. Just my speculation, but I'm not gonna say that you know somewhere down the line he might not end up as a producer or something in AEW. I'm not saying that that you know. That it can't happen, but I'm leaning towards more that he changed his Twitter handle because, you know, he's a sheriff in his hometown. Williamson, Texas is where he's from. I didn't even know he was a sheriff. So that was news to me. But, yeah, I I I totally see him going to AEW down the line, Mm -hmm. not right away. Once his contract is up with WWE. But, yeah, if he's with the sheriff's officers, then um, he needs to have everything squeaky clean on his social media. And he's got to... Uh, total line of uh, you know, you know uh, that the police officers do. You know they they gotta live uh, to a higher standard. Y- so. Yeah, I don't I don't think a, a name like Goldust would necessarily be a thing to have on your Twitter as right. a sheriff of, of a county or whatever. Right, and they they totally know about his past. Yeah. But if he's gonna be you know upholding the office of sheriff's officer, um, then you know he needs to you know be straight and narrow and straight to the to the books and you know you guys know be... he's been wrestling for 30 years yeah man yeah, he's man. not no young buck no 30 pun <laughs> years yeah he, he's been in there for a while i remember wow. the tag matches with his uh dad back in the day yeah. that's a dude that he's more than deserving when his time comes to be in the hall of fame yeah yeah mm-hmm. you remember when they inducted dusty they started chanting for gold dust too yeah the natural dude yeah man yeah. speaking of the roads you guys want to play a game no yes that's it Okay, oh, well, we're going to put you over, Leo. So, yeah, we're going to play a game. Do you know what this game uh, is called, Sam? I, I've heard. Okay. He's heard. Yes. Is it? No oh. Uh-oh. We're bringing back a classic. Uh-huh. We're back. We haven't played this game in a while, but we're going to play this game. Yeah, we Here are. We and people on the chat can also play with us. Tag your wrestling friend so you can enter a chance to win your very own Lucha Outsiders hat. And remember, LuchaOutsiders.com, where you can get your Lucha gear. So tag that friend, share this video, so you can also play with us. Wow. 
<laughs> you know what? I'm going to give you one of these. That is a <laughs> disgusting act. Anyway, so this is how no chance in hell works, guys. I'm going to give a scenario. How does it work? I'm going to give a scenario, and if it's semi, you know, possible, we'll give them a... Yes! And if it's like, there's no way that's happening, we're going to give them a... No chance! No chance. So, if you guys have been watching Being the Lead and also their... Uh, their YouTube series uh, YouTube. about uh, double or nothing. Right. They kind of go in steps by steps on what could possibly happen, matches, putting matches together. And the biggest question going around, going around right now is who is Cody Rhodes' possible opponent? Hmm. So I'm going to give you a couple names. This is not going to be a long list or anything like that. I'm going to give you a couple opponents. 75 lists. And then we're going to either go, hey, that's possible, or there's no chance in hell that's happening. All right, shoot. Okay, let's go with one that it's been in the you know it's been a name that everybody's been mentioning. Gene Dean Ambrose returning as John Moxley. No chance. No chance. How come? Um, ninety day clause, right? His contract uh, ends at the end of April or in the beginning of April. It ends in the beginning of April, but there is no clause in his contract where he cannot appear. There's no wrestling promotion. So it's he been, it's been, he can wrestle. Yes. I'm still giving it no chance. Okay, how about you, Leo? I'm going to go with a yes. All right. Yes! Because what what yes! it is, you need to actually yes! bring in... Now, you have big-name talent, mm -hmm. right? And you also have all these jumping ship, jumping ship, like guys coming over, coming over. That will be your biggest grab. Yeah, man. And, I, right and, and going back to when the reports were that Ambrose, you know, possibly, right. you know, where where is he going to go, whatever, you know... Jericho's this boy. He has a really good relationship mm -hmm. with uh, with Ambrose, and I don't think we've ever heard that there's been bad blood between Cody and and Dean. So, I mean, I think it would be a great get if AEW yeah. was to try to uh, land Ambrose. It's a big name, you know. Ambrose became a household name in the WWE. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. the, he became a household name. But I'm sticking to my guns. Nah, that's no, you're I'm wrong with that. You, nobody's no wrong right here until it you happens. It happens. You can't be wrong with your own opinion. James Espanto is saying yes, he could. Okay, he could show up on there. So we'll see. Okay, next name Number on two. the list. Number two. Bautista. Bautista. I'm gonna go with a yes for that one. All right. Yes. I feel like if he was gonna be. At WrestleMania, we would have seen him already, right? I mean, we still got some time, but I think you know, with a name like Batista, I think you know, you would you would think we would get some like you know, some clues or something that he's going to return, right? Right, yeah. right, or something, or maybe like a blue trunks or something like that. No. <laughs> no! So we saw the picture of him with Chris Jericho on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Was he using it as you know? Uh, uh, you know, way to negotiate. I mean, he could have used that to 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 get a better deal from the WWE if that's what he really wanted to. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, but I feel like that's a, a definite possibility. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you what do you think, uh, Leo? Now, I don't see Bautista uh, going anywhere. I see Bautista just because this is the thing, right? He's up in age. He's what fifty now, something yeah. like that. So you're going with a no. I'm going with a no. Let it hit the button. Eh, right here. No! Now, no chance. no chance. Why? Because if you don't want to run into the same issue that you have with WCW, where you had these old guys that were past their prime. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, now, I'm not mm -hmm. saying Batista is past his prime. He absolutely is. 
No, but you can still get a good match out of I him. I feel like one, two, three a, matches. I think you can still get a good match out of him. Yeah, a good match. But Depending on who he's wrestling with. Yeah, he's not like, in his prime, like, though. So, no, but le, le, so I see Batista, right? That he could get a couple of matches in good for AEW. Uh, a couple matches is but, going too far. No, no, no. No, no. But I'm saying three. Three matches. I was thinking right? three, too, Leo. That's crazy. So, but after that, you don't want to run into where now you have a Bret Hart going into WCW who really doesn't want to be there and gives you a shitty match. Like, there's I think no that need was a different situation. Yeah, that's a no, completely different saying, situation. No, no, but what I'm saying is you don't want Batista to actually set that presence. And, and like, listen, now everybody could come in from WWE. And listen, I'm Shawn Michaels over Bret Hart any any day of the yeah. week, but I got to defend Bret Hart on this one because Bret Hart was giving garbage in WCW. And yeah, maybe Bret Hart didn't want to be in WCW, no, but I, he did it for the money, I understand but he was that. giving shit No, no, I, I understand that, but what I'm saying is True. even after that, you still had... Guys, ex WWE guys that had no reason to be there, mm. and it hurt WCW. Now, what they said from the beginning is that uh, Cody is going to learn from his dad's mistakes in WCW. Yep. And I think that that was one of the biggest mistakes. I, I think one thing that Cody, and he, I forget how he worded it, but one thing that Cody did say is that he's trying to do what WCW did, remix it a little bit, and kind of this is like kind of somewhat like of a sequel to WCW without okay. the name. Like yeah, he right. worded it in a way, but pretty much that's what he was trying to WCW say. WCW 2. Yeah, 2.0 or whatever you want to call it. Right. Okay, let's move on to the list. Um, This is one that you guys wouldn't understand unless you guys watched Being the Elite and some of the stuff there. Kota Ibushi. No. No, he's standing in New Japan. MJF. MJF. Because on the show, um, Being uh, the Elite, MJF is like under... Cody Rhodes is like he's taking him on Cody Rhodes is taking MJF under under his wing, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, MJF is a jerk to everybody in the elite. And then behind people's backs, like he talks all this shit and he'll say, like, man, fuck you. I'm like, I'm better than you and stuff like that. This is all attitude, even with Cody when Cody's not looking. So I feel like this could potentially lead to a few down the line. And why not? Because you know, it's all about storytelling and being the elite. Yeah. Why not have them have a match against each other at double or nothing? What I'm do you gonna think? go. Yes, absolutely, absolutely, a thousand times. Yes! That's this is the most yes! um, possible scenario that we've had so far. Um, I hate MJF, <laughs> and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. He's a heel. That means you don't you don't like his scarf. I don't like anything about the guy. <laughs> He's got a look of a rat. You have a he has that face that you just want to punch. Right. He's that, like that one there. Rich kid. Yeah. <laughs> He's that rich kid that. Soccer, soccer player that uh, just has more money than you and just... He you wears know, fucking polo, polo shirts. He goes to beach clubs drinking, having right. a ball with He's like... He's got the hottest girl yeah. in school. Oh, yeah, she is. You know? Very hot. But I I definitely see it because he's already signed. Um, this is a perfect setup that they're already doing on being the elite. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Man, I, I would actually love to see it because Cody Rhodes is a very likable person, whereas you have MGF, who's not so much. So I am going yes. What about you, Leo? I'm actually going to go. I was going to go with no chance, right? Mm-hmm. But the more that I think about it, I think it's a yes. Because yes! you need to also grow your talent at home. Exactly. So you have Cody Rhodes, which is your face. Putting a guy over that not a lot of people know. Yeah. Unless I, you, like Mario said from the beginning, unless you watch 
being the elite. I so see now that too. you have your first pay per view. You have your first show. Who the fuck is this guy? He beat Cody on the first pay per view. And he beats Cody. That'd be great. That's it. Yeah. Now you cement your guy for the future. Not for the future, but your homegrown AEW being the elite YouTube star. Yeah. Mm. And I I think it's perfect because he is a heel that's not afraid of getting heat. We were talking about it earlier. He's the type of guy, and I was telling Sam earlier that he's the type of guy because I've seen him in Mm -hmm. person. He's the type of guy where he, in his merch table, right, he's standing there, you know, with pictures and, like, you know, with shirts and stuff. And, like, let's say somebody goes up to him and tells him, like, yo, great work, MJF. I love your work. He'll look at you, like, disgustingly. Are you going to buy something? He's like, I don't want you to be touching my pictures if you're not going to buy anything. It's <laughs> the way to do <laughs> it. And then, and, Keep then it he'll go, and then on top of that, right, if it's like, oh, you want a photo op or whatever, like, normal people, heal or face, normally when somebody takes a picture, if you're a talent, nobody pe- People will take a picture with you, yeah. like, you know, side to side or have a serious face or whatever. Literally, di- like, the fan could be all happy that he's taking a picture with MJF, and MJF will be like this in the picture. <sighs> yeah, to get it over with. Yeah. yeah. But but that's good. Because you're... that's a lost art exactly. in the wrestling business. Yeah. Exactly. You have to keep it kayfabe, man. This guy here, just by the looks of him, to me, he looks like just a, like a skinnier fucking, uh, what's CM Punk's friend? Coca Banner. That's what he looks like in the pictures. Like, look at the pictures I'm looking at. He, to me, he reminds me of a, a smaller uh, version of EC3. I see it. I see Cole Cabana I in it. I see the Cole Cabana that you, yeah. I so, but but to me, like, I just by looking at this guy, and I don't watch Being the Elite because I got four kids and a whole bunch of shit to do. But, go ahead. Congratulations. You played But that's why you guys fill me in. <laughs> uh, but with this guy here, I don't know who the fuck he is, but I hate him right now. <laughs> Not going to lie. There there's, you go. There's four pictures up there. There's boobs there, and that's his girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I hate this guy. So, so there you go. but so it will make sense. I'm think, not alone. I think we could all agree that MJF is probably the most possible scenario, right? Yes. After at, this at conversation, this point, at yes. The, at this point, and and I'm definitely like after watching being the elite, I'm definitely it has to be MJF. Like, why wouldn't it be? James Esponto is saying a mix of Cabana and Miz. I agree. I see that's that. a, yes. I agree. That's yes. a good one. That that's too. a good one. So the next two, you're gonna think I'm crazy for saying them. No, man. let's go. This is but why it, it's a, it's our fucking show. Well, that's why it's no chance in hell because you can either get no chance. But I could tell you that while maybe I don't think it's gonna pa- possibly could happen, uh-huh. I could back them up if it okay. if it does happen. Meaning, like, if it does happen, I could back up why it could happen. Okay. All right. Okay. So you're going to think I'm crazy for this one. The Undertaker. Now, while I don't want to see this, I don't want to see this at all. No chance or yes? I'm going to say no chance, but but I'm going to say no chance, right? With a little bit of maybe. (laughs) But if it does happen, I could see how it could happen. Okay. There, there's a reason why they're hiding this person's face. That's why I'm. I don't think it's gonna be MJF because MJF is like really. Is that really a surprise? Mm. They're covering this person's face. Okay. If it's the Undertaker, it'll make the biggest impact whether he could work or not. Because it's a. It's well, a it, name. it goes back to the Batista. And, okay. Uh, yeah, and but John if Moxley. it's Undertaker, is bigger than no, Dean no, no. Ambrose, it is, it's it is. bigger than Batista. No, no. I, I get that. The fact that Undertaker is using the name as a dead man, that kind of gives me a red flag. He's like, why can't he just say The Undertaker? Or this is Mark. Mm. What up? Something like that. Right. The fact that he's using the dead man and stuff like that, that kind of makes you wonder. And also, yes, StarCast and Double or Nothing is two completely different things. Two different completely companies. But But they're somewhat in bed together. Right. And Conrad Thompson, which I love the guy, shout out to Conrad, he works the boys. 
So I would not be shocked. Well, I don't think it's going to happen. I will not be shocked if we see the dead man being the guy challenging uh, challenging Cody Rhodes. I don't see it, man. (laughs) I'm going to go with Sam, so just hit the no chance in hell shit. I don't want to see it, man. No, I don't want to see it either. But, like, at least when it comes to me, I'm the type of person that, while I don't believe something is going to happen. You got to wait options. I'm trying to think, like, okay, if it does happen, Uh how can they make this happen, right? Right. And just just a couple things that makes you wonder. It's it's not even that I think it's going to happen. It just makes me wonder. Like, what if? What if? And these are scenarios like, okay, the whole dead man thing. Him being in Starcast, which it was a curveball to everybody. So little things like that makes me like, hmm, like what can the cons do to try to get the dead man to do this match? John uh, Joe Hoyt is saying, I really don't see it being Taker, but that's the thing. Like, what if? And another, like, I don't see it either. I'm sorry, I don't see it either. Also, but it does make you wonder. Like, while we played the scenario right now, we said it has to be MJF and it mm-hmm. all there's all the right clues for it to be MJF right yeah. but there's a reason why they're blocking the dude's face and to me no, MJ- you, you could even do it with MJF no it, you can't it wouldn't have the same effect I'm sorry why it not w- mm. it wouldn't have the same MJ while well, I like MJF it would not be the same effect because he's not a big enough star he he's an up-and-coming star okay he has everything in the world to be the guy in any organization but to have be te- teasing for the past couple of weeks mm-hmm. On these internet shows, being the elite and also the double or nothing, um, you know, biography going step by step. MJF is not a big, big of a name to block his face. Okay, and to me, it would be underwhelming if it is MJF. Okay, that's true. If they're blocking his face, Mm -hmm. it has to be a A big, big a big guy. Right back. I wasn't think. I wasn't thinking about right back. That's a possibility. That's a possibility. That's a possibility. Okay. That was a that was a uh what's the word uh an add on. That was an add on <laughs> that I didn't expect, but I mean it could be Ryback. But yeah, I, I don't I don't I'm leaning towards it can't be MJF just based on uh-huh. the fact that they're blurring the dude's picture. And uh, friends of the show are saying no chance for his health sake, but I'm okay with it talking about the Undertaker. Now you see that one. Say, I'm not. You can read the same because yo, James comes up with these crazy <laughs> ideas. James says, "What about the Rock? Not the Rock can do any. No, not the Rock. The Rock can do it. Any, no, I don't think the Rock. Can do it. Especially, especially. So check this out. And by I'm the gonna way, give you this one. Go ahead. If you play, and I'm gonna no. give you this one too. <laughs> no. Not happening. That's a dude. double no right there. <laughs> especially on how heavily the WWE is pushing. Uh, wrestling with my family, whatever the fuck that yeah. movie's called. Mm-hmm. Fighting which with is my out, family. Fighting with, which is out <laughs> in theaters. <laughs> Can you now. imagine if he just said, you know what, fuck you, I'm going to AEW too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be great, though. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah, <laughs> I do the fuck <laughs> I want funny. Vince up and do this shit. Like, Vince would now know who, what AEW is, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I don't see it. Yeah. I don't see it because The Rock could have a chance to go wherever the hell he wants. Mm-hmm. And I don't think wrestling is his number one thing to worry about right now. <laughs> Hey, fuck it. I'm going to eat. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do what the fuck I want, Vince. Thanks for the promotion. Well, okay, so yeah. unless you guys want to add any other names, I'm going to give you my last person that I thought of. And then if you guys think of anybody, you could throw it in. Then we could, you know, we could give them no, a chance. No, the last yes. neurons I had, I used it on right back. Go ahead. What? Don't worry about it. All right. Um, the Red Bull's kicking in. What if we see in AEW the return of the natural Dustin Rhodes? Just an idea. I think oh, wow. we didn't get 
the feud we really wanted between the brothers and WWE. Why don't AEW gives us that? And it starts, the feud starts as just a match of respect, but then it leads onto a feud. I see that, but down the line. Mm-hmm. Not a double um, or nothing. You, not a double you, can't, you can't do it down the line. He's old already. He's He's got that sheriff's officer position, and they are very strict about outside work. Okay. Um, Except Kane going to, to to money in the sand. Yeah, he's, but he's a mayor. He's though. a mayor. It's different. <laughs> um, so he's it, taking a vacation. It all depends on how strict that uh, that uh, agency that he's working for is. Um, I would love to see it because we didn't man, get the we didn't get it in WWE. WWE. Yeah, we, we didn't it. get it. It's something that was like we wanted it, but we didn't get it the way we wanted. I mean, the closest it. you got was Stardust and Goldust. But it was no, it, no. I, I know. It didn't I have know. The same I know. Effect. So yeah. what if you do this? What if you have Cody? Yeah. Let's say go against MJF, right? Okay. And then you have Goldust just make an appearance. And that's how you start if the feud. It can't be Goldust. It can't be. Well, no, the the natural. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cuz yeah. it, it would make a cuz this is the thing. Like again, you don't need to have every person that's going to show up to that first AEW show mm. be in the ring. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Because what you want is the same thing that we got from the Elimination Chamber, and this would bring it all the way around to the show. The Elimination Chamber, where Elimination Chamber was over, and you wanted more. You wanted to see, okay, what is going to happen with Kofi? What, where are they going to go next with this? What are they going to do with Joe? Now with AEW show, the second that goes off the air, okay, where are they going to go with this possible feud? Where are they going to go if The Undertaker shows up? Oh, my God, what is he going to do? What if you even have the Briscoes go into that tag team whole thing, which we didn't even get a chance to talk about, where they're showing up in New Japan now? Where you oh, haven't—that was actually next on the list. There you go. See, just... see, what just... if it's uh? But that, but that's what I'm saying. Like you don't need to have them in the ring. Yeah. What if what if uh, what if CM Punk shows up? What if it is CM Punk? Good job, Sam. What if it is CM Punk against Cody Rhodes? That's I, why they're blocking his face. I know that. I mean, I'm gonna get be some nuts. heat for it. That'll be nuts, man. I, what no, if it's CM I'll be, Punk? I'll be pumped if it's CM Punk. I'll be super pumped if it's CM Punk. I, st- I still am hoping this is my dream scenario. Kenny Omega uh, beats Jericho at the end of the show. They're playing um, hold the our hold song, that, that his theme song. Play it, play it, play right? it. Hold the personality. I don't have uh, it. No. And then Cult of Personality comes right on, and CM Punk stands at the top of the stage and just stares down and then you Kenny Omega black. saying, I'm the best in the world. Right, the best bout machine versus the best in the world. Which technically, the whole best in the world moniker has kind of like watered down. It's definitely watered down but since he's gone. And UFC he's been gone. But I mean, I mean, he can still, he can still <laughs> use no, but, it. No, but that's a good finish though, because and, and I'm gonna tell you guys this with the whole pipe bomb thing. Remember when it happened with uh, with uh, CM Punk and everything? Yeah, I remember that very vividly because I went online to see if that shit was fake or real, whatever was happening. Like it made me stop what I was doing. After they went off the air and actually research, it was a well-worked shoot. Yes. So now with CM Punk and, and what Sammy just said now, that'll be a perfect finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who wins, Kenny or Jericho, because you can go either way with those guys. Um, I do want to touch on our last subject real quick, but just some quick notes, some quick Ring of Honor New Japan notes. There was two events that happened a couple of days ago. Honor Rising, it's a, mm-hmm. it was a Ring of Honor and New Japan uh, joint show oh. in uh, I'm Tokyo. Fought, I'm fought in no, 
Um, and there were some Sorry. really, really good matches on there. Osprey versus Dalton Castle for the Never Openweight Championship. They tore it up. Um, Hiroshi Goto versus Jeff Cobb for the Television Championship. That was really, really good. There was a. This was all happening night one. Also, there was yeah. a really good three on three. You had. Which I dubbed them the the dream team. You had Okada, Tanahashi, and Jay Lethal versus the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. That was a really good match. Also, uh, the most noteworthy thing that happened this weekend was what happened at the the last ma- the main uh no was it the main event yeah it was a uh, the last two matches of night two okay so you had um the Gorillas of Destiny shout out to my boy shout out. Tamatanga, Tamatanga, and Tangaloa. They defeated mm-hmm. uh, Sonata and Evil for the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Titles. Yeah, they did. I marked out for that. Really, really dope. And the match was incredible. Yeah. They, all four guys have really good chemistry with each other. Um, and in the main event, you had the Briscoes defending the Ring of Honor Tag Titles uh, against David Finley, which he ended up separating his shoulder in the match, and also Juice Robinson. Yeah. Mm. So the Briscoes went over. So then the Briscoes got on the mic, and that's your boys, Leo. Yeah. Um, they got on the mic saying that they're the best tag team around, and they got a challenge, and they want a challenge for the IWGP tag straps at the G1 Supercard in WrestleMania weekend, mm-hmm. titles versus titles. Out comes the Gorillas of Destiny. You have this crazy face-off between both teams, and I got pumped, man. That visual. I got super pumped, and mm-hmm. I'm really excited for this G1 Supercard. These are four guys that are smash mouth yeah. in your face, and I am very excited. Still haven't got my tickets yet, but I will be there. Um, man, this, I, I, this I, I is... Th- I think Leo has to be there, too. This to is a uh, dream match yeah. right here. Yeah, man, the quality work from both teams, especially the Briscoes. I think Briscoes, to me, you know, um, and I know Leo could agree with this mm. on a thousand. They're a very underrated tag yeah. team because they are so fucking good. Because because people typecast them, mm-hmm. and again it goes back to what I've always said with them. They look at them and say, "Oh, the Bushwhackers of 2019." Mm. No, no, they're, they're grungy. They couldn't be further away from the they're, Bushwhackers. They're grungy, badass, like country boys uh-huh. that will kick your ass with no problem. And guess what? Not only are they a great tag team, but they also are great singles workers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Corey Elm, I'm sorry, Corey Elm, saying CM Punk is overrated. He sucks. Well, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Sammy. Oh, I got nothing to say. Sorry, about. I cut you off. No, no, no. About the, the Briscoes. <laughs> about and, the Briscoes, uh, yeah. And G.O.D. Are you looking forward to that match? Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, Sorry. man. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. This, I love the Briscoes. Mm-hmm. Since since I saw them in uh, Ring of Honor uh, way back when I was first introduced to the product by my my friend Dave in, like, 2007, uh, I was a little late on the boat. But, hey, man, these guys, probably one of my favorite tag teams. Yeah. And I'm talking, like, of all time. Like, because, it, but, but that's like, the thing. Like, so if you tell somebody that's a WWE person, right, that they love WWE, like they don't even put the Briscoes top ten. They don't even know who the Briscoes are. When they think the Briscoes, they're thinking of fucking Gerald Briscoe. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you look at their work and who they've worked with, mm-hmm. they've worked with the best of the best. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they're still doing it, and they're still reinventing themselves because it's not the the original incarnation of yeah. the Briscoes yeah. that we saw. Exactly, this is like a darker, mm-hmm. like like the you know in the backwoods type. Yeah. Of, but that's what you get. Like, mm. and I feel like every year they reinvent themselves just a little tweak. I remember in the early days of Ring of Honor, a lot of people thought they were twins, but they're not. Yeah. one's older than the other. Well, and, and you see it now, especially with the different looks that, yeah. they, that they've had lately. Yeah, they're both, um, to me, not only are they they're 
a very underrated tag team. They're also underrated underrated workers because they're you know. And, and check this out, and friends of the loyal. show are saying that that's going to be a hard hitting match. Absolutely, right? yes. All, yeah. Not only that, for for shits and giggles, it's not only going to be a hard hitting match, but there's going to be a lot of um, um, inappropriate content when they're talking trash to each other. Oh, both oh yeah, teams Dude, curse. a lot of profanity. Yeah, a lot of profanity. A lot of yeah, profanity. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that build up. Speaking <laughs> of speaking of tag teams, um, something went down over in Chicago yesterday at AAW Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about them when um, Phoenix en- uh, ended up hurting himself, but yes. um, the Lucha Brothers are back together. You know, uh, Phoenix is up and running. He did a couple of impact tapings this past week, and he also was at AEW Pro last night. They both defended the the a- AAW uh, tag titles against LAX and Myron Reed and uh, I can't think of this dude's name, AR Fox, the other guy, in a in a three way match. Interesting enough, there was a back and forth between LAX and the Lucha Brothers, and then the lights went out, and all of a sudden, who do you see in the ring? The Young Bucks. So they started talking crap to each other, and then the Young Bucks super kicked them, and then this led to uh, the Lucha Brothers dropping the AEW tag titles to LAX. Mm -hmm. Now, if you guys are watching us on Facebook Live, that's pretty much what transpired last night. Um, As you see, the lights are going out right now. And then all of a sudden, when the lights get back on, you'll see the Young Bucks. And, and anytime now. Anytime. Now. Anytime, Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. Anytime. They got to get the, in but, that ring. Yeah. But this is the thing. Like, when the lights go out, like, you have to pick and choose who you have the lights go out for. You can't have the lights go out and have Hornswoggle show no, up. Exactly. Let me tell you something. When we went to the MLW show, the Blue Meanie stayed under the ring mm-hmm. for a good, what do you think, two and a half hours? No, I think he probably went there intermission intermission or maybe there was at one point where the lights did go dark or whatever when they were doing something in the ring so i think he he probably was there for a while but i don't think it was necessarily like two hours yeah. of the thing i think the most maybe like maybe a half hour maybe 45 minutes i would, yeah. I would take a wild guess but um especially with the blue mini you would see when he would go into the ring exactly but but pretty much what transpired last night this is all going to lead to their you know their their tag team match you know this is a receipt from what happened at the press conference so you will have the young bucks uh, face off with the lucha brothers at double or nothing mm-hmm. which will decide who is the real best tag team in the world that was a big super kick by the way mm-hmm. Man, the tag team divisions out, outside, outside of WWE, WWE or and really NXT, on fire. you could put NXT in in like the indie and New Japan because NXT tag teams are good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, I really love LAX. I love They're the awesome. Briscoes. I love the Gorillas of Destiny. I love the Young Bucks. There's just so much wrestling out there. It's a great time to be a fan. Exactly. One thing I before we wrap up, one thing I definitely wanted to have a discussion about is. Um, if you guys have been following us on social media at Lucha Outsiders everywhere, um, the, on a WWE broke an announcement um, late this past week that Roman Reigns will be returning to Monday Night Raw to update the the you know the WWE universe. I thought that was cheap. So there's a lot of speculation going about this uh, update about what what Roman's gonna say. Um, I already have my thoughts, but I want to hear you guys first. Uh, Sam, let's start with you. I'm hoping that it's positive news. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, he looks to be like in great shape. He's huge. He doesn't look like he's been going through any kind of uh, chemo, or, chemo or anything. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Um, you know what I mean? I'm excited. I'm going to watch it. I have off from work, so I'm definitely going to. That's always good, right? Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to see it. Um uh, Definitely intrigued. Mm-hmm. 
Hope it's good news. Um, that's all I really have to say about it, man. Let's see what happens. You know, um, what do you think? Man? How about you, Leo? Because you, you had like a negative reaction the second I said Roman. To Reigns. me, it was cheap. To me, it's cheap because okay, the only the only way that this makes sense if you have him come back and say I'm ready to go. Because if you're just using his name and his fight with an actual for thing. ticket sales. Exactly. Or for views. You know what I mean? Like, the only way that this makes sense is if you have him say, okay, I'm ready. I'm coming back. And I'm going to challenge you, Ambrose, or whatever, whatever which Here's way he's running. my thing about it, though. Like, how do you beat leukemia that fast? Is there, like, some kind of I mean, if, 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 if I had, if I had a... Throw in my two cents here because I'm kind of dealing with something, not leukemia, but yeah. right. you know my family's kind of dealing with something right now. I had to throw my two cents in there. It, it has been six months already, hasn't it? Yes, but remember what we spoke about when when we were when you and I were going back uh, on our on our voice messages. Mm. I told you, so he's going through leukemia, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. First, he has to go and get chemo. Mm-hmm. Then he has to go and get, regain all that weight. Then he has to put on the muscle. Then he has to get back in the ring. Like, there's a lot of things that even if everything went right, you're still not going to make it back by But, you know, with him saying, when he made the announcement saying that he's battle, his battle with leukemia, yeah. we don't necessarily what the actual, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the, 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 the diagnosis? diagnosis? Yeah, we don't know exactly what that meant. We just know that he's battling leukemia, meaning that he was battling it with it before. So we really don't know medically... Because, you know, that's private information. You yeah. can just put all that shit out there. Right. We don't necessarily know how severe it was or whatever. The only thing I got out of it is, you know, they kind of just want to throw Roman in there before Mania and stuff. Like, not necessarily in a role or anything. That's if he's not cleared or anything. Maybe they just want to, you know, put him out there, kind of address the fans. Maybe mm-hmm. he makes an announcement. Hey, I'll be ready by SummerSlam, something like that. And then it wouldn't necessarily, you know, be like necessarily a fresh face, which... To me, it's weird. I'd rather be surprised when, if and when Seth Rollins does beat Brock Lesnar, you see that mini Shield reunion. You know what would have been a nice surprise? And, and like Leo said, you know, announcing it makes it feel cheap. If mm-hmm. he would have just showed up. For no yeah. Yeah. His but WWE. No, but, but, but you need to kind of boost that, especially after everything that's going on. But yeah, yeah with WWE, they, they just don't believe you. in surprises anymore. The la- When was the last real surprise we got? When Shane McMahon came back? Yeah, that was it. There had to be another one, right? Ronda. I mean, think about it like this. When Daniel Bryan made his announcement to return, WWE.com broke that. We didn't even get surprised with that. Yeah. I think I think the Ronda one was kind of – I think people expected it, even though nothing was really up then and there. Yeah. I, like, I th- even me as Everybody a Everybody had, like, a feeling. I had, exactly. With Shane McMahon, nobody had a feeling. Right, right. I think people made might have guessed, like, yo, Shane's going to return next Monday because they were doing the stupid, like, um, award thing that, that Vince was giving, like, Stephanie or something. I forget exactly what it was. Right. But I think um, – the Shane one was like a really huge surprise. Like people couldn't believe. People lost their mind. I I lost my mind as a viewer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, I hope whatever Roman does announce, I, I really do hope that it's some good news, more on the positive and whatever they decide to do. I I do what get what you're saying is like, you know, how long does leukemia 
you know the battle with Kimi. Right, how that's, long that's, that's, a, that, that's weird. And and based on some of the pictures we've scratching. seen of Roman Reigns, I mean the dude still looks jacked. He looks all right. You know he hasn't lost his hair or anything like that. Right. So it kind of makes you weird. Like what exactly was the diagnosis? Uh huh. Yeah. But we don't know that because it's not public information and it's not anything that he went specifically when he did make the announcement. You right. know that he has to take a leave. I will say this. What if he says that he's ready to wrestle at WrestleMania? And that's my point that I'm about to say right now. What if he does say he's back? There's a theory that I read online, mm-hmm. and I want to share this guy, share this with you guys and tell me what you think. There's a theory online that there's a reason why they continue to have Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley beat the crap out of uh, Braun Strowman, especially them using the shield powerbomb at Elimination Chamber. Yeah. The rumor is, if Roman is ready to return, that they're going to play safe with him at Mania, and that's the reason why Ambrose is now turning back to a face where there's going to be a three-on-three when them helping out Braun Strowman against this triad of Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, and Drew McIntyre. I mean, that's cool, you know, but, man. It's not something that we want to see. But on that, then it should be a four-on-three. Because if, if we go to wrestling psychology, what we've grown up with, basically... If a guy makes a save to somebody, then they become a tag team to fight against the people that were beating him up. So do you just use that for Braun Strowman? Like the only way that I see that happening is you have Roman Reigns come back and say, you know what, I'm doing better, but I should be back, let's say, by SummerSlam, right? So then you have this uh, um, Rollins and, and Ambrose team up with Braun, and say, okay, we're going to do this three-on-three three for WrestleMania. But Rollins has a match of Mania already. No, no, but you can, you can change that. Because going back to what you're saying nah, with the match. You can't but listen, change that, but if they, if They've they been save fucking plugging but the if they main save him, <laughs> then he has to be a part. I mean? But he has to Here be part go. of the match. You're not even making sense but right now. But he has to be part of the match no, if you save him. Do. No, he doesn't. So Sense why of, save him in the first place? WWE logic. WWE logic is nothing ever makes sense. So why a match that just, they're already promoting? They're, they're, already promoting they're already promoting. It, it they're already promoting. They're already promoting. It makes sense. You know what? You're worse than WWE <laughs> booking. Sense. You're worse than WWE booking because this is what you do in every fucking show. No. You say something that is completely left field than what we're talking about. No. Why was that? If no. they're promoting a world title match no. with Lesnar and Rollins already, Rollins ain't gonna be even touching this right now. They have double duty. Now, wh- go ahead, Sam, because with this guy's like talking to a wall. Man, oh man. He's like, I don't know what the fuck to do with this. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I want to. You don't know what the fuck you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know um, if I want to see it. Um, I don't want to see it either. I, Man, I just it just feels so soon for him to be recovering from a really serious. I'm with you on that like too. That. And I, I see what James is saying that he's got the money to go uh to go get some uh you know different kinds of, of uh you know therapy other than chemo, but it just seem it's just it's a head scratcher to me. Um I hope 
I hope it's not true. The the what I just read, to, what I what I just said to you guys, because it really doesn't make sense. Yeah. And it, what Leo said, it, it even makes it be- that worse. That logic even worse. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. I don't know if Mike was on, but well, yeah, it does. Well, you um, keep thinking that. That's why you're always wrong. <laughs> um, if it does happen, great. You know, and he's back. And if he's back, that's great. And if his health is good, that's great. Um, but at the at the same time, I don't know, man. I, it's just a little soon. Um, I hope he's not jumping the gun. I think we're all. I think we all want some positive news from 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 Roman, right? right. When it comes to his health and stuff, and I, I think we we could all agree when it comes to that. But just based on how WWE does their booking, and I hope that changes with Bruce back. But Vince likes to do dumb shit like that. Give right. you a fucking yeah. match that doesn't make sense or whatever. Like, yeah. and it would not shock me if you know Roman does say, "Hey, I'll be back." ready for mania if he was to say that right right if they wouldn't stick him in a random ass three three on three because they did they, that's wwe booking yeah. not the fucking garbage leo just said with seth Rollins. not that whatever. shit not that shit that it completely whatever. made no fucking whatever sense. it made sense to me but, goddamn it. it's real to me goddamn it but wwe is known for doing these <laughs> mixed really match. hey what's up what dude? up duke yeah i know leo doesn't make any sense no. but anyways <laughs> um the mixed match matches that's what vince likes to do and just to put Roman in a Mania match, that is something that that's Vince booking. Yeah, um, I don't want to see it happen. But to me, I'd rather if Roman is more in the light of positive, like he gives us some positive positive news. I would like to see him some back in the summer. I don't want to see him in a meaningless. You don't want to rush it. Three on three at Mania. One thing that um, I'm wondering is if he's just there to generate heat for these three. If he's coming out and he's saying it's looking good, everything's great, and then he gets interrupted by somebody. Oh man, don't say that he's gonna be attacked, bro. That's rough. Yeah, man. that's um, even worse than what Leo worse. said. But but you know, I, I will say this though. You know, to to create like the buzz or whatever. Let's say if he is cleared already, you know, which to me it wouldn't make sense if he's cleared already, just based on time wise. But if he was cleared, and if he is, we need to get the and end they, of his doctor. If he was cleared, and they're just gonna work the audience saying like, you know, I still got a little time on my hands. But he's in in real time. He's really cleared, and they kayfabe the audience, and he gets attacked, and they just like just to add more heat to right. what you said to this trio, whatever, and that possibly leads to something at Mania, because it's gonna create a buzz, even though it's random booking, right? It's completely random booking that doesn't really necessarily make sense. But if they added that element to yeah. it, it's gonna create a buzz. They're gonna get flack if he takes a yeah. bump on Monday. Mm-mm. They're gonna say that they used his disease to generate heat yeah. and everything, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, if we look at it, we'll yeah. see what happens, man. I just hope that it's not, it's not a work that he comes out and he's just coming out to just let us know what's going on in his life yeah. and just I'm, giving us an update. Because yeah, I'm if, with that if too, it's man. a work, I'm just gonna be like, oh, this is so WWE. Yeah, so WWE. <laughs> <is> so <laughs> and that's right why here. we have options, people. Yeah. That's why we have options. So, Leo, what, do you got any plugs? Please don't say any dumb shit like you just said five minutes ago. No, not at all. You guys can actually go to Lucha Outsiders uh, right now, LuchaOutsiders.com. You can get your uh, The Planet's Champion uh, shirt like Sammy's wearing right now. Sammy, show him the shirt. There you go. See, he's got the black one. You guys can go ahead and buy your white ones, uh, different colors. We have red. We have blue. Uh, basically, you pick and choose what color you want. And also, you can get your Kofi Mania official shirt from lucha outsiders you can get the yellow or the blue and there's a whole bunch of different designs mm-hmm. remember you can also get hats yep. mugs anything 
that has to do with Lucha Outsiders. You can get that at LuchaOutsiders.com. And if you know somebody that wants to do a podcast, they can go to LosRadio.com and sign up. We have uh, a lot of good things down the pipeline. Mario knows. Uh, Sammy Suplex. Sammy, you're about to know in a little bit. Hey, man. <laughs> uh, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Sammy Suplex. Um, oh, we were allowed to plug our, our social media? Damn it. Yeah, man. And, uh, yeah, but nobody's going to follow you, bro, so it's okay. <laughs> Uh, check out the store. Uh, you we don't got a know ton what of stuff. Uh, the Kofi Mania shirt also comes in uh, the traditional Hulk Hogan colors, red and yellow. Um, shout out oh, to my wife. Uh, you can follow her at. Uh, no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Get it right. Bree TV on Insta- Instagram. <laughs> Being Bree on Twitch. Instagram to follow her artwork and uh, her updates on her fibromyalgia or fight with fibromyalgia. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, uh, Twitch to you know follow her playing the video games. She's into Kingdom Hearts. She's nice. into Spider Man, um, Destiny Two, uh, Final Fantasy. Um, she's into all that stuff. So um, yeah, man. And uh, Mario, what do you got, man? Well, after that horrendous what uh, fantasy booking idea from Leo, oh, all stop. we gotta say is- it wasn't that bad. Thank you so much, guys, for putting up with Leo's bullshit right there. and enjoying episode 104 of the right Outsider Show. Look at the Hulk Hogan font. Kofi Mania, baby. If it like Leo said, you could get the official Lucha Outsider Show merch at LuchaOutsiders.com. Get the Kofi Mania shirt and hat or get the Planet's Champion shirt and hat. Also, if you missed anything on today's episode, episode 104 of the Lucha Outsider Show, make sure you subscribe to the podcast version of the show. iTunes, SoundCloud, you want to be fancy, Apple Podcasts, tune in, La Mesa Lab. LosRadio.com, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star frostbite rating review. Thomas Grace is Barry, the one of us. It'll most likely be Leo with his horrible fantasy booking ideas. I look crazy as You know what? I thought this was going to be another episode like last week where I didn't have to cut a promo on you, and you couldn't. You had to say something idiotic. What? And I cut a promo on you. Come on, 222, let's go! That's what happens. That's what happens. Anyways. Where can they find us? LuchaOutsiders.com. Where can they find me? They can find you nowhere on social. No, you can find Leo at ShowFubuleo. Don't forget to follow Sammy yeah. Suplex at Sammy Suplex, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find LosRadio.com. Yours truly Los at RatedR since 87. And what is it? What is it? RatedR what? RatedR since 87. Okay. Can you put the music back up, please? Make sure we got it. <laughs> this fucking guy, bro. LosRadio.com. And you can follow at LosRadio.com if you want to podcast, you want to yeah. DJ, whatever you want to yeah. do. This fucking guy, he, he, this guy's a heat magnet, bro. And you know, it's, you're not even funny. For Shofu Bell that you're not going to follow. Yeah. For Sammy Suplex, you're truly misrated. R, keep it rated R, and stay too sweet. Hey, Leo, go fuck yourself. <laughs> stay too sweet, guys. You don't know what the fuck you're talking